Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. It is that time again for one last time in this, welcome, at least right here. Welcome to the last in-studio episode yeah, my of the dogs. regular... Your dog's here? Well, my, do- my, do- my dog always, every time we do the show and I'm sitting here in studio, my dog curls up, insists that he has to be out here with me. So he's very happy. Oh, we're, in we're studio, we're outside. Yeah. Yes, in <laughs> studio, outside. You notice that, got too. the outdoor you? studio. Yes. <laughs> the outdoor studio. Hey, this is Anaheim. It's not, It's always sunny and warm in uh, Anaheim, right? Even outdoor. Yeah. I mean, even even when the sun is down, right? Even when the sun is down, that's right. The, you know, it's those weather patterns of Anaheim. But anyways, the dog again. We're uh, setting up and getting ready to go on the air here, and the dog's very happy, very frisky, just out here doing this hunting thing. <laughs> okay. And, uh, okay. You, you've said more than we need to know. Please he's stop. Out, he's, out hunt, he's out hunting all sorts of uh, flies and whatever. We don't want to know about your frisky dog. Okay? It's, it's, and um, <laughs> had to uh, break the news. This he is the just last keeps time going. Gonna, that's right, because I'm going to ignore you. <laughs> so... What the heck is that? It's that stupid ad that comes up. Oh, because you're you're signing in the chat. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. So we have a few. I guess this will be our last mailbag. Um, got a few interesting things. Oh, I did want to point out. I've been wanting to say this for like oh, almost a month now. Some dude named Robert, Robert Snodgrass. I want to thank him because Robert Snodgrass sent us fifty bucks. And it just says, thanks for the podcast, guys. So I was thinking of taking that 50 bucks and buying some treats with it, uh, you know, next week when we're in the park. Ah, Seeing cool. how we don't have a, a need for, a big need for tchotchkes and whatnot. Not that we but sit. Th- thank you very much, Robert. Thanks yes, for the Robert Snodgrass, 50 bucks. So we'll put it to good use. Well, see there. There you go, Mike. There's the. We, you know, we've we've been advertising that we're going to be in Disneyland next week live. We should have gone to California Adventure because we can get beer there. Yeah. Yeah, you're well, a real big big beer drinker. Aren't there's, you? there's no. Yeah. Actually, I'm starting <laughs> to enjoy it more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, we all know so better. We might. Yeah, we might end up over there where the fermented grain yeah, beverage what, flows what, freely. What were you but, guys thinking? You know, considering because uh, we just you know we're would... Disneyland centric. You know, our first remote, such as it was, was in Disneyland. Maybe we'll make the last one there. <sighs> Let's see. Um, all right, what else? What else do we want to talk about? All right, so I got this guy. This one complaint. Did you? Got, you all got this? Yes. Um, I haven't read all of it. I was uh, It's kind of lengthy, but it was rather interesting. Wait, which one? Let me get back to the email because I was actually signing in, not really paying attention. You, you know, I was also wondering if, if it might be appropriate to play our the, fir- the opening of our first ever episode. <laughs> you have it ready? I do I do indeed have it handy. You, you're talking about the Bruce email? Yes. Yes, I am. You haven't read that, Richard? It's like five lines. No, no, it goes much longer than that. You have to read the whole thing. Oh, oh, the whole yeah, I've read the whole thing. Yeah, it's actually pretty funny, and it's kind of disturbing, actually. Maybe a little nitpicky, but we could talk about that. Yeah, you want you want to play that original? Sure, sure. I'm I'm bringing it up right now. I'm cast one. All right, so here we go. 
hear us in the background. Welcome to our inaugural MiceCast. I'm host number one, Mike, and we have host number host two, Greg. Number All right, BS so then you, can be, then you can be host zero, okay? Oh, thank you. I'll still be host one. You can be host zero. Oh, so no. I'm off and you're on, is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Is this painful yeah, to listen to? like that. Actually, I'm still thinking <laughs> it's more appropriate. Greg is host number two it's in my book. all love. Richard's probably never heard this. So All does. right, so inaugural MiceCast, what are we going to talk about? Oh, we want to talk about sacred cow attractions. Something that, uh, a sacred cow is something that people would just be up in arms if they ripped it out for something else. Right? Mike, they've never done that. Exactly. You know, we have plenty of examples. Supposedly, you know, Carousel of Progress went to Walt Disney World and got replaced with America Sings. Supposedly, it did. Oh, that sure. Okay. Yes. And then so you America jumped on that anyway. See, so you, you still jumped on it when I said supposedly. That's painful to listen to. Well, the, yeah, the quality wasn't very good. We hadn't wow. figured all that out yet. I was think I was using a nine dollar uh, <laughs> headset microphone, ra- ra- Radio Shack mic. I don't even know if I was using a headset mic yet, and it was through a crappy P- PC with one of those M Audio conversion devices and. Um, I don't know. I, it might have been on the Mac. I don't know if I. No, I don't think I, you're a Mac. I don't, I don't think you're a Mac convert just yet. I, it, may, it may not have been. Who knows? But um, a blazing twenty yeah. minutes of episode there. Twenty whole minutes. Wow, you were we able probably, to talk that long. We probably had a hard time. Well, it's uh, got, well, it's, it's, I don't think so. Uh, here, let me fast forward to the end because I brought up. Oh, Please. sorry. I take it was thirty minutes. I brought up. Uh, because we we're dropping this, the music in live, right? And so uh, I had it mapped out that, okay, we have 30 seconds left. I'm going to bring up the music. And Greg keeps talking. <laughs> if, he, if I was getting nervous, he's going to keep talking. The music will be over. All right, let's see. We'll listen to the last uh, two and a half minutes. All right, let me bring the pot back up. Well, let's end it. We invite you to send us an email, respond to our load of crap. Uh, as a disclaimer, we have nothing to do with Disney. Uh, these Disney opinions, doesn't know anything about this. These opinions are our uh, own. They are our own opinions, except for DDT's, our Disney Deep Throat, which we will not <laughs> tell you who it is, and he denies everything anyways. Correct. If, even if it is a he. Maybe it's a he-she. You never know at Disneyland. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a very free open environment. entertainment, there. yeah. Um, so don't hold us responsible for our load of crap. We didn't Correct. We didn't fact check. These are our opinions and only our opinions. And uh, screw you if you don't like but come back and listen to us yeah, some more. That's right. You can find us. And if you have any ideas for podcasts, <laughs> want to hear, see what information we have or what we think, email us. Mice you know, we're cast. not exactly old people, but we've been parks for a lot of years, for the, the parks for a lot of years. So we do have a lot of 
information and some twisted thoughts on the way things twisted. should be done. Twisted is for sure. So why don't you give? Them, very we should give the email address. Micecast. Why don't you give an email address? Okay, micecast at gmail dot com. So M I C E C A S T dot com. Micecast at gmail dot com. Hey, okay, Tiki Bar TVs email. So we can. There's another minute left. Okay, well, Tiki Bar TVs. Lala. Yeah. All right. So micecast at gmail.com. And, you know, if you're listening to this, you've also found the blog, which is micecast.blogspot.com, the website. So, um, any. So what's our next topic? Any do last thought? I don't, I don't, what do they have to look forward to? I don't, I don't know. We can. Let's see. Oh, let's see. We talked about Sacred Cow. We talked about. We want to talk about the Pixarization of Disneyland. Because how do you get the uh, music yeah, coming that up? That would be a good one. That may not uh, be next. DCA can it stand on its own? Very good question. Oh, I think um, we should do that one. That might be a two or three okay. parter. But you know, we can't just talk about DCA or for those uneducated okay. uh, babble or rabble out there. That's Disney's California, California Adventure. Adventure. All right. Well, it's time uh, to say that, that that covers the other <laughs> parts too at Disney World. Could okay. Disney's yeah. Animal Kingdom stand alone? Uh, studio standalone. That's right. a one. Big, that's a big right. subject. We're running out of time. We okay. gotta sign off. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Let you start playing that earlier. Six seconds. <laughs> he gave me six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you can tell, you know, Greg still couldn't end it back then. It was just the <laughs> precursor of things to come. I have stamina. And is that what you call it? I thought oh. it was just bullshit. Oh, yeah. Come a long way in five years, that's for sure. Except in bed, oh. Spence says. Nice. It, you know, that's scary that he's even trying to go there, because I thought we were keeping that a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, someone asked in the chat if D- Disney Deep Throat was Shaft. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it's, it? It's, it's funny that we should call him Deep Throat, and then was, he was gets Disney- a nickname of Shaft. Yeah. That's 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 irony. <laughs> okay, yeah, I just thought it'd be interesting to uh, revisit that. Just cringe. It's all cringe worthy. All right, do we want to talk about Bruce's email and, and go over? It? And did did he say anything in here that he said don't talk about? Uh, no, I don't. I don't, I don't remember seeing anything. I don't like remember that. anything either. I didn't, so, I didn't say. In, in fact, I think he wanted us to talk about just about everything in there because he was rather a little perturbed on it all. I know yeah. the only thing I have not done, I have not watched the YouTube. Video. I did. I watched up until the two minute thirty second thing, like he said. Okay, so let's so, let's just, just get into it. I I did read the whole email. I know no, you guys said you hadn't, but I have. So I did read the uh, whole thing. Okay, I, I, just, I finished just the whole thing while we were, No, I read it all while we were uh, listening here. Okay, so hi guys, it's Bruce from Brooklyn here. The Coney Island section of Brooklyn, where the Wonder Wheel is part of my daily skyline. Uh, you know the original of that Ferris wheel of yours in DCA, and you know that you know I took umbrage with that immediately because we're not copying anything from the East Coast; it's, we're copying West Coast um, parts. So you looked that, up the Wonder but, Wheel, right? No, I did not look up the Wonder Wheel. I just know that our Ferris wheel or our whole Paradise Pier was supposed to be modeled after West Coast pikes and stuff. Yes, uh, I know. But- but the but the the uh, what is it now called the uh, Mickey's Fun Wheel? Ferris, yeah, Mickey's Fun Wheel is modeled after the one at Coney Island. No. Is modeled after the Wonder Wheel. Wonder okay. Wheel, Coney Island. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
Because I, I don't know of okay, any what, other uh, Ferris wheel that has the uh, moving cabinets like that other than... Oh, the, oh, that part of it. Not just that yeah. it's a... I, I thought he was kind of going to the part where it's it's just this big wheel on a on a park that's on the coast. No, okay. no. It, I have a picture of it here, and yes, it has the stationary gondolas and the gondolas that swing around on these curved tracks just okay. like the front wheel. Now, have you gone any farther to see if that's the only one in the country... No, it's like no. Okay, but it, it it was ninety. It was ninety years old. Okay, all right. Because uh, uh, I, I know there was a huge, huge, huge Ferris wheel at one of the um, world's fairs where it took, you know, not just two or three people in each car, but uh, I saw like a drawing of it. it was just uh, yeah, that was monster. the Chicago. Was it Chicago, Chicago World's Fair? That was the original Ferris wheel built by Ferris at the. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was. They they had a did remake. He take a of the day, did cabinets. he take a day off after he uh, created it? I don't know. They had a remake of one of the cabins a number of years ago over at the Orange County Fair when they were celebrating the uh, 100th anniversary of the Ferris wheel. It was like 1898 or when was the uh, Chicago's World's Fair? I don't know. Moving on. Uh, I know was- one of your few podcasts that. You are one of the few podcasts that won't say Disney is all fuzzy and warm. Below is a letter I sent to Disney complaining about several incidents that occurred on my last trip. Besides what I wrote, here is uh, there is an incident too. And okay, so this is where the YouTube um, video. He says, "Check it out." Uh, about two minutes thirty seconds into the video, what was the deal with the video, Mike? Since well, uh, if you read, and if you want to put that that that, uh, yeah. well, I'll just do it now. Put the link in the. But um, wait. The- it actually, the video makes more sense after you read the complaint. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to put the video in the uh, the window over there for people okay. to look at it. So it says, um, what flash? Why is this coming up? Okay, okay. so yeah, so, working security. Go ahead. You're, oh, you can, okay. you can so, finish that part. All right, so it says, working security and dealing with the public. Do you think what I spoke about wasn't fun or cast members crossing the line? Here's the mail I sent. Sorry it's long, but it had lots to talk about. So Walt Disney World gets communications, P.O. Box, blah, 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 Lake Buena Vista, Florida. All right, so I'm going to start reading it, yeah? I'm writing yeah. to you to discuss several failures in customer service that I encountered on my recent trip. I arrived on September 4th, 2010 at Pop Century. I departed September 12th, 2010. On September 7th, I went to the Magic Kingdom in the morning. As I usually do, I take a midday break back in my resort before heading back out for dinner. Dinner tonight was at Whispering Canyon Cafe. I don't know the exact time I arrived at my resort, but I did notice my room was serviced by housekeeping. I'm not going to use his term. I locked the deadbolt lock and placed the bar across the door. Now, this confused me for a second. You know, it sounds like he's got this big, huge locking bar across the door. Is he talking about the? You think he's talking about a chain? No, that little U, that little U-shaped thing. Bar. Okay, that flips over. That flips over. Yeah. I don't know. I had this vision in my mind of this huge barn, and later, you know, what he no. says, it doesn't make sense. I forgot about those little, um, yeah, I hate those things. I don't know what they're okay. actually called, but okay, go ahead. I did not use the do not disturb insert, as I didn't expect any visitors, and I used the deadbolt. I drew the curtains closed, proceeded to lay down in bed until about 4 p.m. I don't know the exact time, but around 3 p.m., I heard a knocking and someone saying they were housekeeping. Knowing my room was serviced and that I made no special requests, I thought they were knocking on the door next to mine. By the time I realized it was my door, the person opened my door partway, the bar stopping them, realized I was in my room, in bed, closed the door and left. I was very shocked. I left my room, went to the main desk to speak to someone. 
as I really didn't know exactly what happened. This was a little before 4 p.m. I asked to speak to the manager, told him what happened. He listened, asked for my room number, and checked their computer. He, he could not find any reason why a hotel worker was trying to enter my room. He also explained to me to open a deadbolt that was locked takes a special key, which is highly secure that even he, a manager, doesn't have access to. He also said only in emergency will the key be used. He took my cell phone number and promised someone would get, uh, get back in touch with me. As I was running late getting to Wilderness Lodge for my ADR at Whispering Canyon Cafe. About 4.20 p.m., snicker, snicker, <laughs> I, was, I was boarding a boat at the Magic Kingdom to be ferried to Wilderness Lodge when my cell phone indicated a voicemail. I'm guessing for whatever reason my cell phone did not ring. I listened to my message. It was from the manager of housekeeping at Pop to give her a call. Well, she failed to tell me how to get in touch with her and left no phone number to call. I'm sorry I didn't catch the cast member in charge of the boat, but before he left the dock, I asked if he happened to know the number of how to get in touch with Pop Century Housekeeping. He gave me a central number who connected me to Pop Century, who tried to get me in touch with the manager of housekeeping, but like the message said, she had left at 4.30 p.m. Still very nervous about the incident, not knowing if to see if it was a CM or someone else with less than honorable intentions. When I arrived at the Wilderness Lodge, I spoke to someone at their concierge desk who helped me get in contact with Pop Century. I explained who I was and why I was calling. The person was able to explain to me what happened. The person who serviced my room failed to check it off as being done. They dispatched someone to verify my room was serviced, and that was the person who tried to enter my room. That person reported back what happened to the manager. While I was relieved it was a resort worker, not a thief, it bothered me that a special key was used to undo the deadbolt in a non-emergency situation. While I'm happy to know that the resort manager takes the guest comfort so serious, I would think it's not an emergency situation. In the future, I will use the Do Not Disturb insert. I just didn't think it was necessary if the deadbolt was locked. That was one incident. Here's another. Now, before we go on... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I, uh, this is a habit. Uh, Richard and I go to Vegas a lot, or used to go a lot. Um, Still do our fair share. I fair, think. fair share. And every time I go to Florida, I've got, I don't know, kind of two ways I do things. If if it's in the afternoon and I, you know, I've been back to the room and I know it, housekeeping's been there, or sometimes they're coming in as we're leaving, you know, and then you go have breakfast, come back, they're done. If you're that lucky, I hang the do not disturb sign out. No matter what time, day or night it is, it's just like a habit. You want to keep people out of your room, just hang the sign up. It makes people think hopefully someone's in there. A little added extra security in my mind. Uh, just, just my two cents. But this, this sure. does seem odd. That you know, if this is true, I you know again, I don't know. Do we we don't have anybody from like. Uh, our, our our favorite short round on tonight, do we? Because ne- he would know. Negative. Know what? Uh, know whether or not that's absolutely true that only certain people have the deadbolt and even the manager would have have to go out of his way to get it. Okay, uh, here's here's how those things work. And I'm not saying anything special because this is how it is at pretty much Disney, most of the hotels I know. At Disneyland. Disney, Dis, at Disneyland, uh, Hilton, 
what used to be at the, the inn at the park. Um, because the hotels I worked at, I, I know the two I worked at, we had the key and could use it say, if necessary. So. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the manager has the key available to him. Security has the key available to him. Um, no, but housekeeping does not. Um the, the key is exactly what it, they said it's for. It's for emergency use. If you had a fire or something going on in the hotel, and they need to make sure it's evacuated. Um, so my first thought is, and yes, it usually uh, the procedure that my understanding would be is if nobody answers for housekeeping, they'll either just go away or if they want to find out anything, they would call, uh, have the operator call the room. Um but my 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 initial thought is he might have forgotten the deadbolt. That that's just the thought that runs through my mind. But I agree with you, Greg. I always put the uh, "do not disturb" sign out uh, at all times because it, one, like you said, it keeps people from bothering you. But two, it always leaves that question: if somebody is going to do something that has less than honorable intentions around there, it makes them at least stop and question. Maybe there is somebody in there. Maybe it's uh, time to move to a different room. Yeah, and the one thing I do at home sometimes, and I don't always remember to do it in a hotel, is either leave a TV or a radio on so it sounds, you know, and leave it low so you can't tell if it's radio or just people talking in the room. Um, but I'm laughing because over at the DV, they're talking about DVCs that they like it because, uh, or Tigger does, because they only come every four days. So <laughs> that's what bothers me. <laughs> so I, I wrote down if so if you die in a DVC, they won't find you for four days. <laughs> you know, I, I used to think that was probably bad. Shoot, they don't change your sheet. Who cares? I, I mean, at home, do you change your sheets every night? So as long as you have enough towels, that's all I'm really concerned about uh, for showering. Yeah, that, when we when we did that one uh, uh, timeshare of yours over in Vegas, uh, right next door to Hooters. That kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> if you're going to have a timeshare, you might as well have, might it, as well right have it in a nice place. Yeah. It, it, dinner was good every night. Um, but that kind of threw me off because we didn't have the housekeeping or anything. And, but like you said, all we did was swing, swing by or if we caught, caught the uh, maids out in the hallway, we just asked for a couple extra towels and that was it. It was kind of nice being kind of reassured that you came back and the place was exactly as you left it. You knew nobody was playing around with any of your stuff. Yeah, that is um, – you have to – wait, wait. You know, if I'm paying that fucking much for a DVC, I expect someone to do my towels for me, not do my own in the washer and dryer they provide. Yeah, no kidding, huh? <laughs> what kind of a rinky-dink Mickey Mouse place is this? Um, but I guess you could – a Mickey if, Mouse you know, place. I guess you could if you wanted to. Uh, you know, what, what I find odd is, though, to be quite honest, at Pop Century – it always kind of cracks me up when I walk by and I see the washer and dryers and people in there doing loads and loads of clothes. I'm like, damn. I saw people do laundry on the ship. I'm on vacation. <laughs> I don't want to do laundry. Uh, you know, yeah. you've got the clean stuff that transfers into a big wadded pile that you take home uh, later. <laughs> <laughs> my, my question is always okay how many you know you have a week's vacation on average you're spending a week you can't pack seven days worth of clothes in a suitcase i can i have no problem with that i heard the question in his voice i actually heard that for once it wasn't so monotone yeah exactly you can't i mean that's 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 fairly easy to do all right so we go on because yeah let's the, continue with the, 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 yes we shall the next is the meat as far as i'm concerned Okay. All right, so I'll pick up. All right, I live in Brooklyn. 
When at Disney World, I wear a baseball cap on my head, a New York Yankee hat. I am a Yankee well, there's fan. There's your problem right there. Yeah, st- okay, see? You're part of his problem. <laughs> I am a Yankee fan. Over the years, wearing my Yankee hat, I heard my share of negative comments, even from park workers. But this year, I feel the negativity was a little too much. And yes, there are Boston Red Sox fans who are working as cast members at Disney World. One of my favorite souvenirs to get while at Disney World is the post-ride video at Spaceship Earth. I request the video to be sent to my personal email, then I share it with friends. I rode Spaceship Earth on September 8th at about 5.30 p.m. I exited the ride and noted that at 5.49 p.m. I could not locate my post-ride video. I figured a computer glitch or something, but I would ride it again later in my trip. By the way, I was recording the video with my cell phone, and as in the past years, the video included my headshot and my New York Yankee hat. See enclosed photo labeled A. I, I didn't see any. I think that's photo. for the letter. Oh, oh, the, the le- <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is a snapshot of the video that I took that day. Notice that the hat is very visible. On September 10th, I rode Spaceship Earth again from 9 p.m. to about 9.20 p.m. Again, I was recording it with my cell phone, so I really didn't notice how it came out. This time, I did find my video in the post-ride section, and I emailed my... Uh, self the URL, also shared the URL with my friends. Later that evening, I finally viewed it, and it became and became very angry about what I saw. Someone, very badly, tried to erase the hat from my photo. They tried to move the interior, but left parts on of the outside. See photo labeled B, a snapshot of the video taken. I edit photos and can very well tell when a photo was edited and my image was edited. This made me mad and was very hurtful. Some cast member who doesn't like the New York Yankee symbol removed it from my image, totally ruining what I was always what I always enjoyed having a post ride souvenir. But I'm sure they must have had it must have got a nice chuckle about it. Another incident, same issue, different location. On Saturday, September 11th, I had an ADR to Crystal Palace at 12:40 p.m. I had a good time eating there till my second visit to the carving station. Well, Maybe one visit was enough. <laughs> uh, <kidding>. Come on. <laughs> there was a new person behind the counter from my other visit. The cast member saw my New York Yankee hat and started a conversation about it. She said, nice hat. Can I have it? I was a little shocked, but before I could say anything, she produced a cigarette lighter from her pocket, announced she was a Boston Red Sox fan, and wanted to burn my hat. This made me feel so uncomfortable that I never went back to the carbon station that meal. My job has me interacting with the public on a daily basis. I'm a professional all the time. I never let personal emotions or feelings interfere with my job, unlike the two cast members mentioned above. Over the years, I have seen other workers display a dislike for my New York Yankee ball cap, but never let it ruin a guest's vacation. Now I have another question, but before I ask it, let me give you some background on myself. My first visit was right before Epcot opened in 1982. Sound familiar, Greg? (laughs) My first real visit was in 1989, then 1992, 96, 2000, 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9, twice that year, and just last September. I enjoy taking lots of video with my camcorder over the years. I even upload and share my video on YouTube with hundreds of others. Several times, former and current cast members mention I have video of them. I even created a DVD and sent them a copy of their performance to a former cast member. But back to my question. To help take lots of video, I carry with me external battery to help charge my camcorder battery while walking around the park. It's a 12-volt, 8-amp sealed battery. 
I've taken this battery with me to the park since 1989. And even after 2001, I never had a problem entering the theme parks after they looked at it. But on, uh, but on Thursday, September 9th, 2010, I had a 10 a.m. ADR at Kuzuni. Kuzina. Kuzina. What, where, where is that? That's uh, uh, on the boardwalk area. It's at Catcar Restaurant. It's, um, it took place of, oh, Sp- Spoodles? Spoodles? Oh, is thing? that replaced? Is that the, okay, okay. To get there from Pop Century, I planned to enter Epcot and walk through the park to exit at the International Gateway. When I entered the back check area about 9.50 a.m., this guard security officer, this guard, <laughs> and started to question this battery. I explained to this, uh, this is to charge my camcorder, and showed him an adapter I use. He called over his supervisor, who looked it over and over, and finally allowed me to enter the park with it, but said, just today. I don't understand the issue with this battery. I've never had problems in the past. People with ECVs have bigger batteries with them than this. For my future visits, I'd like to know what exactly are the rules to enter the park with a battery like this, or is it left up to the bag check security guards? Ah, and finally, on September 9th, I had an ADR for Cape May Cafe for 7 p.m. I arrived a little early to check out in at the podium. I was checked in, given the buzzer device, and found a seat nearby to wait. Now, I realized being a solo diner, larger parties would be seated before me. But after watching party after party being seated, I went back up to the podium to inquire about how much longer they realized somehow it wasn't in the system and wouldn't be called. They apologized and sat me down next at the next available table less than a minute later. This was a minor thing, but figure since I was writing anyway, I would mention it. That's the end of that letter. Now... You should, you, see some funny, of, you should see some of the commentary people are writing. Yeah, well, I'm reading it. Yeah, I, I haven't looked over there. I wanted to con- con- um, sorry, not condemn. Uh, I wanted to commend Mike and I. It's only taken us four years <laughs> and almost to the very end of our show that we've actually been able to trade off reading an email flawlessly. <laughs> so, Close to flawlessly. <laughs> All right. Good job. Uh, yeah. So, I, I haven't looked over other than occasionally I saw something about, uh, okay, let's you, know, see. Uh, you know, F Yankees, things like that. You okay. Know. It starts off, this I, guy I know, has Spence, the book. Spence Man's last comment. <laughs> Fuck you. I, no, no, no. Look at Spence Man's last comment. Solo, that's telling? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know you'd read it out loud. Uh, well, you know, what the hell. Uh, no, but it says, okay, so t- there's... Lots of commentary uh, that's not necessarily on this guy's side. Okay, let's 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 just break this down. We okay, we covered the first part of the the hotel. Thing. Yeah. So he's in the park with the Yankee hat. Now I. Oh wait, let me describe. Let me describe the the video. Oh yeah, because okay. I, I have not seen okay. the video. So it's it's the video is going into the clam, uh, you know, the Nemo ride that's at, at Living Seas, right? Okay. And uh, it shows him walking through the queue, and he sits down, and he sits down, and the cast member says, there'll be some Red Sox waiting for you at the end of the ride. Is that okay? Oh, so now you're going to play it? No, I was trying to turn it and mute it down. All right. And, and he's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> That's right. I stopped. I stopped it after that. So you just, you just went to the point where he says, watch yeah, about right yeah. here. So, okay. Now... I, I'm not. I'm neither a Boston so Red Sox. Other, or, otherwise, it's just a ride video, right? Yes. Okay. So, um, do you actually see this camera, cast member? Yes. Say it? Is it yes, you do. Looking in the camera. Yes, okay. you do. All right. So, go ahead. 
So, sorry. okay, I'm sorry, but I'm neither a Boston Red Sox fan nor a Yankees fan. Um, I understand those teams, uh, you know, have a long history of heated rivalry. Uh, but Boston fans are the most low-class, baseless fans of any group of people. They're, they're fair weather. They, when they're up, they're up. And when they're down, it's everybody else's fault. You know, I have to say, because even in anger management, when he had the opportunity to have um, the roller, uh, roller, um, roller skate girl from that other movie, I can't think of Heather it. Graham. Heather Graham take off a bra and panties that had the Boston Red Sox. He was a classy enough New York um, Yankee fan to say, please don't take it off. It's not appropriate here, or whatever. The, the, have you seen Anger Management? I have seen Anger Management. Oh, okay. I don't remember that particular scene. Oh, yeah, when she's like, what, you don't want to have sex with me? You think I'm fat? And she starts stuffing her face with chocolate and stuff. But anyways, but yeah, um, I, I, yes, you, you are right. Did Boston, well, people in Boston in general, I like Boston. It's a very cool city. A lot of his, history there. One of my favorite presidents is from there. But fuck that. T- I mean, they're it, they're rude. I thought New Yorkers were rude. There, there's some. Dude, all right. I, I lived I lived in New England for four years. And the, and the Boston, you know, Boston Red Sox fans for baseball, they're, you know, I give them credit for standing behind their team, but almost like, um, oh, Dallas Cowboy fans, almost they piss on everybody else, you know. Yeah, you it, know, yeah, Dallas. I would agree with you with the Dallas Cowboy fans because for one, who the fuck made you America's team? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and I do have respect for Staubach, and I have respect for their the old uh, Let, the coach back in Staubach's yes. day. Um, Tom Landry, great coach. Tom Landry, you know, classy guy. Staubach was a classy guy. Uh, I, but they're fans sometimes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, I'm reading some of these comments, and I'm seeing, seeing like, okay. don't wear the hat if you're so sensitive. I, I actually think the cast members are, in the basic description, are out of line. I don't know. It's hard to say because you can't get any inflection of, of intent with just the typed response we have here well here here's the thing all right everyone here's talking about uh, you know her pod just said something um you know i have friends who are ace fans who always rib each other but if you can't take you'll get in a cave okay well that's friends okay i'm not friends with any cast member at disney world and and if i don't know you you don't know me you are in no position to come up and rib me gently or hardly you know hardly <laughs> you know roughly it's not your place. You're a cast member. You're here to make my vacation well. I don't need you to bust my chops about whatever team I support. That's not your job. You understand? That's my position. Your job is to shut no, up. No, I, I totally See, agree I'm, with you. I got sidetracked by Dallas. I'm going to disagree Dallas a little bit on that. Isn't the Cowboys playing in Dallas anymore? Yes, they're. It says Dallas and L.A. will have something in common next year. New stadiums with no team to play in them. Uh, <laughs> Well, we, one we don't know. They're starting the hearings tomorrow on the on a LA stadium. But he's but, saying, you know, Dallas—they—they're not a team. They can't. You know, okay. Uh, okay, I guess. No, they're not professional. They're not a professional team that plays. In, I'm, I'm with you, Mike. I think you know. There's there's one thing about good na- good nature ribbing and poking, but Disney's known for their service, and anybody pulling out a lighter, you know, that's. That- that's tasteless, classless. That's, that's going too far, but but I, I will tend to disagree with you a little bit on this because I. Uh, let's, let's hear your mis disjointed uh, theory and why it's okay to yeah, bite, do what bite, bite you. 
Um, you know, we have people that come into Disneyland. I'm greeting them every day coming through there. And you'll have people that will be wearing San Francisco hats. Now, of course, the Giants and the Dodgers have their history with each other. And they ha- there's a lot of, you know, ribbing going back and forth. But especially when you go back uh, nine years when we had the, or eight years ago when we had the World Series, it was San Francisco and the Angels. And I used to tease people that, oh, well, you're welcome here. You're welcome to visit us anyways, even though you have that hat on and things like this. But it was always in good nature fun. There was always a smile behind it and everything else like that. Uh, still, I can say fuck you with a smile too, but it doesn't uh, mean it's... No less offensive. Well, I don't think I don't think that's. Um, see, I, I would see if why, I was from there. Would take such offense on that. I have. Uh, there's a guy I work with who's who's a hard. You keep talking about uh, Boston fans. There's a guy I work with who's a hardcore Boston fan. He wears his ball cap every day in and out of work, and he still ribs me that I'm going with the Angels instead of quote. A but you real work team. together. You're not. You, you know. Yeah. Right. It, you, if I walked in in the local McDonald's, now this isn't high class joint here, but and the guy behind the counter made some wise ass crack about you know my Steelers hat. I, you know, I would ask to talk to the manager. That's not his place. His place right there is to say how many. Hamburgers? <laughs> yeah. Do you want? You want fries How large of a coke? You want uh, McFries with that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's here's the problem with that though is part of the whole Disney persona is supposed to be a little bit personal to the person to have fun with the people. And okay, you're you... wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. You're acknowledging the person that they're wearing the hat. Now I'll tease them a little bit because you're in Dodger territory and you're wearing a San Francisco hat. Or you're, you know, you're in Angel territory and you're wearing a Boston hat. You know, I'll tease a little bit. I still tease the, the uh, kids that wear their goofy hats. You know, that hat looks a little goofy or something like that. Uh, it's, it's good nature, just fun. It's acknowledging okay, it's, who the person is. Wait, that's a little it's different. To, it's a goofy hat is your brand. Hey, that's goofy. Hey, you got poo in your shirt. I think that's a little different than you know, outright dissing someone's uh, brand, if you will, because some people get really attached to their sports teams. Um, I think but that's going a little a little I, further than you should. Other than maybe, hey, we had a great series, didn't we? Ah, man, it didn't go my way, but hey, you know, you guys did a good job. Versus, hey, we'll, we'll welcome you anyways, even though you're from there. Uh, yeah, that, it, I wouldn't. I would go to you know. I don't go to City Hall very often. But little cracks and comments like that would you make know, I, me I think you're being a little hypersensitive on that one. I really no. do. I think you. I don't think you would, first of all. But I think if you did, you'd try be me. a little hypersensitive. Be, be yeah. Try, try me when I wear my Steelers hat in, you packer. You yeah. packing fudge packer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually come into the park someday when I'm around, and we'll talk about it. I haven't actually been to the park in a while. I need to get back in there before my pass runs out. Uh, I, I, wow, I'm sorry. Lot, you know, I, I think I'm seeing more uh, New York haters than anything. I, I try to separate the, uh, you know, the, it's the New York thing versus, you know. Uh, uh, I, I just I just look at the whole thing. You know, it might be, you know, there might have actually been a couple people that went over the line. Um, but I think it's. Maybe just being a little hypersensitive. Okay, there, okay. There's now, just that if, whole trip was that. I mean, he's talking about that whole trip was a horrible trip. It sounds like, and he's picking nits from gnats on everything. If if his hat was actually photoshopped or edited out, I, I 
That's, I would agree. That's, that's absolutely wrong. That's that stepping over the line for and, sure. And and do they, but I'm wondering, do they have the capability right there and there to do that? I have no idea. Because it sounds like, a, you know, it'd be one thing like on, we know on, well, they used to on Splash be able to pull a picture. Though yeah. I, saw an, uh, I saw an interesting one that our friend David posted the other day. He said something about, uh, he had post, or tagged, I think, um, uh, everybody's favorite Tony Baxter about did he foresee this or something like that. And going down the hill, they uh, all the people or a few people in the boat held up signs. It's like, will you marry me somebody? I thought, hey, that, that, that's actually pretty good. That's somewhat original this time. Yeah. But um, being able to edit that picture, they didn't have the capability. They, you, you just pulled it or you showed it. That, that was it. So I, I'm a little questionable there. Maybe the lighting was bad. Maybe it was turned. I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not sure they can edit right then and there. That sounds – but if they did, that's wrong. And if, if the image was pulled simply because he had the hat on, was wrong. Now, that one, it's hard to tell, right? Because images get pulled all the all time, time yeah. whatever, or computer glitches. So let's move on to the next one. What was the eating, the carving station one was the one with the lighter. Definitely, I think, oh, yeah. over, the, over that, the line. That, that crossed the line, yeah. So those are his two incidents. Other than that, there's the, you In know. the hotel room. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about the hat. Oh, uh, with the hat. That's the only two ones he really said, other than maybe some other little ribbing here and there. Now, the battery thing, I'm with him on. You know, I get hassled all the time inconsistently on equipment I bring in. You know, I've been hassled for As a small you should be. I've been <laughs> hassled for a small tripod when I see people in there with professional tripods. I've been hassled for my lens being too long, and I said, thanks for noticing. Um, I've been hassled for having a flash. Be, oh, that's a that's a fancy flash. That's the words they use. Fancy flash. Well, it's uh, you know I'm like, oh, are you a photographer? You know what qualifies you to tell me what's fancier? <laughs> uh, you know. I'm, I'm sorry. I was reading just reading a comment on here. What? Someone took a staple his stapler at work. Yeah, it, uh, it was a red one. <laughs> that's that's my my my, my, my stapler. TSA, yeah, I'm sure. T- I haven't, to be honest with you, I have not had one bad incident with TSA. Now, I haven't got to fly since they've got the new x ray machines. Actually, I think I'd like to take the x ray. Uh, and they probably have to pat me down wondering what that big thing hanging along my leg is. But, you know, that's just, 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 you know, a burden that's I have to bear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. TSA is inconsistent. I, I, I have, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure they probably are. Uh, I, I find it's easier to get through Orlando than it is at LAX. That's just been my. Um, <laughs> my experience, but I talk about the nice. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, but I, I would agree with him that this is uh, a pain in the ass, and and I, I like see he's carrying around something that uh, is taking work. It was it's lessening the burden of the camera shops where they will charge your batteries for you. He's bringing his own battery with him. And I've seen those. You buy these batteries, you're able to plug them into yours and right. it will recharge them. It's a great, great device. You know, and, and that's what I have found is inconsistency. Now, at least in Florida, you are dealing with security coming through at Disneyland. The problem I'm having is security's rule seems to be different from the rule of the day out of bag check with the uh, the ticket takers. Rolling yeah, they seem they they seem to uh, <laughs> they seem to adjust what they're willing to let through on a daily basis. 
and I actually think it's it's not a daily basis. It's an individual. Who oh yeah, whoever gets takes bumped it in upon themselves to decide what is good and bad based on something they've heard or thought. It's like you know, it's like the people who argue about texting or uh, driving, talking on the phone. So far in all these years, we've had these laws. There's no discernible uh, difference in accidents with or without phones. Okay, not according to the uh, automobile club. At least something I heard recently on talk radio. Uh, they were looking over some reports from the last two years, and they can't attribute a significant drop in accidents. Store according to these oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood you. Yeah, there there is no significant, significant drop, drop of accidents. What, what increase? No. Or, um, did you think I, I, I thought you okay. said that there's no significant difference in the chance of having an accident by using a cell phone? I didn't understand what you what you were that you were saying. Since the law has enacted, there was no significant drop in accidents. Right. So it's it's not making a discernible was, difference. Yeah, that's what exactly. Yeah, that's because most people are still using their cell phones out there. Haven't you ever looked around at the? Well, the th- there are a fair amount that do, but they're again, it's one of these do-gooder laws because do-gooders think they will the society will be better when they've forgotten there were already laws in the book that could have taken care of cell phones for one reason distracted driving i've right. seen two people with no phones in their car being far more distracted driving than they're, i am cuz they're talking with their hands no they're looking at each other two old biddies on the freeway doing about 50 looking at each other while they're driving and swerving a little bit that kind of thing uh, people changing their, their radios, picking up the CDs off the floor, doing their makeup, curling their hair. Yeah, uh, I've seen it all, it? driving bumper to bumper De- traffic to work, you know. Defending Your Life was just on the other day, and how he gets in the accident because <laughs> all the CDs slide onto the floor. He's trying to pick them yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of his best movies. Cause I, I love that movie. he's, he's usually about the same person in every movie. But that and... Um, Finding Nemo? No, 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 I know that's not what he No, no, no. The the one uh, where he goes back to live with his mom, and it's Princess Leia's a real mom. I can't think. I'm Debbie uh, Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. So he goes back yeah, home. Mother, he wants to write. He wa- mother. Yeah, he wants to write a book. You know, and he opens the refrigerator. Of course, there's, there's the ice cream that you have no idea what flavor it is. With the you know, the, and then there's like a layer of ice over the top of it. You know, and how how old is it? It's all these things you think of a mother or grandmother, you know, that's lived by themselves having. Uh, he goes to the store with her, and she keeps driving around the parking lot looking for a close space, you know. And he finally just kind of turns her and makes her park because he's like, look, two people have gone in and come back out. And we're still looking for a place to park. That kind of a thing. We all know people that do this kind of stuff. Uh, it's a funny movie. If you haven't seen Mother, see, it, it's worth seeing. It's it's. But it's typical him, um, Brooke. Someone suggested me to see this one where he travels across the country. Uh, did not like it at all. I can't even remember the name of it. It's not even worth talking about. Moving on. But I don't know. Is this guy uh, – somebody put a link up here that said uh, – I, I don't know. I think Spence is joking. I think he is too because it's probably somebody he knows. Or maybe we should know this guy. Um, yes, in and, and California, not only cops are exempt. But any emergency vehicle driver, including bus drivers, are exempt from the cell phone law. And uh, delivery people like UPS, FedEx, they're exempt as well. Well, a lot of them are using them as their communication Work device. Work device, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to see what uh, Zimmer is saying. It needs to be hands-free, speakerphone, Bluetooth, only for non-emergency people. 
I looked it up Which, the other day because one of our friends that we went to high school with complained that he got a, a ticket. He says, yeah, yeah, I was on the phone. Of course, my brother chimed in about damn cops. This. And I'm like, hey, because I, I see this cops you know, using them all the time. Well, as long as it's official, you know, I air quote yeah. officials, because you never know if he's official or not, right? When he's talking on the phone, he could be talking to his wife, but that is legal. What I find disturbing is not so much those guys. It's the um, bus drivers, school bus drivers. Oh yeah, you know, by they're uh, they're exempt. One, okay, everybody in the state has to wear a seatbelt. Not in a school bus with a bunch of kids with unpadded seats, and you know, we know what school buses are like. And on top of that, rolling death bus, traps. Yeah, the school bus driver can be on the phone. Oh, I got my daughter a couple of years ago went to uh, outdoor science school, which is held up in the mountains near Lake Arrowhead. And she was telling us, we found this out a couple of weeks after the fact. We didn't know it. She didn't mention it uh, until she was in casual conversation talking about when they were coming down the mountainous road and the uh, bus driver was texting while they were coming down the mountain road. It's like, she was what? <laughs> but here, here's uh, where the, it gets really weird because I, I looked this up because and somehow I got in some blog and people were bitching and moaning about the law. And, you know, I was like two seconds from one that responds saying, you know, it's not worth it. I'm walking. I, I, Cause I was just looking up the law. Um, if your device, and I know Mike yours does, I know mine does. And I think yours does, uh, uh, Richard, it's got GPS, right? You're right. Okay. It's legal to hold that in your hand for the GPS. While you're driving? Yeah. While you're driving. Because you're using it as a GPS. Now, if you get pulled over, and this is the one bad, this is one thing I kind of agree with some people with with uh, being pulled over and a cop pulling you over. We live in a society where you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. But nine out of ten times, if a cop pulls you over for some kind of traffic infraction, you're guilty. And you're assumed guilty when you go in the court. Prove me otherwise. It's, you have to do your best to prove you're innocent. Not there, and they they take the cop's word as yes. ninety nine point nine nine to the infinity as being right. So, you know, what are you going to do? But when I read the description of the law, it said that if it's being used as a GPS device, then it's okay. Uh, and the funny thing, I love when I see people driving around holding their phone in their hand and using it like a speakerphone. And I'm sure they think in their mind that that's legal. What part yeah. of fucking hands-free do you not understand? Yeah. You know, I used to take my, my razor, and on the BMW, it would sit perfectly in my dash. I could put it right where the speedometer was. I'd just put it on speakerphone, set it there, so I'm talking directly at it. When I used to put it down by the gear shift, people would say, they can't hear me. I'm like, well, of course, because I'm looking where I'm driving and not talking to the phone. So I, I, I would just put it on the dash. But it just cracks me because I really think people think that's legal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. Well, let's read in a couple of comments here. The one thing that I always went by was what they taught me when I was uh, flying. Don't drop the plane. And they say in the uh, comics, don't drop the plane by flying the microphone. Do one or the other. Uh, <laughs> you know, and usually the first job is to fly the plane. The first job is to drive the car. If you really Aviate, have to do something. Navigate. Communicate. Yeah. yeah. If you really have to do something on the road pull all pull all the way off the road because there was a big thing that they had a couple weeks ago on the news a guy was complaining because he got a ticket he was on the freeway had an answer and text so he pulled over to the side of the road chp came along still gave him a ticket for texting because he was in a car 
off on the side of the freeway with the car running, texting. Uh, see, I, I didn't, I didn't really know. Hmm, they, 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 they said that that was correct. It's still, you're in a car on the road. It's illegal to text if you're the, sitting in the driver's seat. So, uh, I think, uh, I think the reason was because he's probably on the shoulder of a freeway. That could be, that, that, that would be my first Cause it, I'll give, here, I'll give you an interesting little, and this is why I say this, because here's an analogy. When I got rear-ended, rear and I was car one and about six cars that finally stopped at, at the back of my car. And I had not got a new driver's license yet, so it still said that I needed to wear glasses. But I had a little card I carried from my surgeon that said, I've had surgery and I now see 2020, blah, 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 blah. So right before the, the, the cop had come back one last time, anything, and I, I said, well, well, you know, I stopped him. I said, um, I've got this card. That says, you know, I don't. He says, "You weren't driving when you were hit. You were stopped, right?" Yeah. That that's for when you're driving. Say what? Huh? So what he say? I'm if I'm sitting in my car not driving, why do I need corrective lenses? I wasn't driving at the time, so why worry about whether or not I had my glasses on or needed glasses? Oh. Okay. See what I'm saying? So if you're not driving, but I'm in the car. Why would it be illegal to be on the phone or text? Like, for example, I forgot so, to take so my head. what you're saying is you actually had a cop that made lo logical sense on that. Yeah, I, I, I got a call on my phone the other day on my way to my grandmother's. I didn't have my, my headphone with me. So I pulled over into a parking lot, left the car running, called back the person, talked. The engine's running, but I'm in park. I'm sitting there in the parking lot. The, kind of the way you just described this one, I could get a ticket for that. I'm not on the road. I'm not driving. I think the problem with this guy is he was on the shoulder of the road. That well, I, would I, would, I would agree. You need to pull into a parking lot or something. I, I know. I, this This is like uh, drunk dr or sitting in your car while you're intoxicated. You're in the car. The car's not moving. The car's not on. You are intoxicated. The cop comes up and he can take you away because you potentially... Potentially could drive away. Okay. Yeah, is that is that does this not but, fall into the same thing? You potentially actually, you're stationary, but you could have been, or you actually, could start. That, that might go know. to where Christine Aguilera got ticketed the other day. Um, no, she didn't get ticketed. Yes, she did. Technically, did she? I was told. Yes, that she, she was. Would you, if you had stopped, I'm trying to get to the story, but you keep interrupting. Technically, this guy probably the cop should wait to see if the guy puts the car in gear or tries to go sitting in it. But, and this is where Christine Aguilera got it, she got it for being drunk in public. Not being ticketed for being in the car drunk. And so the analogy on this lawyer show the other day was, how the fuck much drunk was she? Yeah. Because yeah. she's the passenger. Now, obviously, they couldn't say, oh, take the car home. I'm going to take your boyfriend down to the, the tank with us. Um, she must have been one stumbling-ass drunk. If they, because they say usually drunk in public, it's just not something they ticket a lot. Uh, so she's, you know, she um, uh, what slept it off and then left the next morning. But she did, yeah, she did get picked up for drunk in public. Her her boyfriend was drunk driving, and they say that's uncommon, but is something you could get pulled over for. Wow. Anyways, All right. uh, let's move on I, to. I have a Peter, you want to go to Peter? Wait, is this the same Peter again? Peter in Brooklyn? 
Uh, was no, the last one? Because I erased the last one. Already. No, the last one was not Peter. It was Bruce. Okay. okay. Well, here's, I have. Do you have yeah, one? Something else. Peter, when when did you get it? Because I didn't get anything. Oh, it was just. I, okay, sorry. It just came to me. It, it's really quick. Okay. Uh, hi, Greg. I'm currently listening to the most recent MiceCast show regarding Mike's cruise on the Disney Wonder. And you mentioned looking into the Paddle Wheeler race cruises on the Mississippi. I know that operation pretty well, as I was an entertainer on one of the Mississippi boats, the American Queen, for several years. In fact, my wife and I met as performers on the American Queen. It was indeed a very expensive vacation as the company, the Delta Queen Steamboat Company, went out of business several years ago. The boats were quite beautiful, though, and it was an amazing experience for me to spend so much time on the Great River in the heartland of America. I think you guys would have enjoyed the cruise very much. Anyways, it's fun to hear a podcast mention my old place of employment, Peter and Brooklyn. So, just okay, to good. That. Very nice. You know, yeah. Okay, so which one are you going to? I'm going to the one that says discussion idea and last show info. Okay, it's from, we, uh, it's from Robert. DC, DCL on the board. For the, nope. Okay. It came on the 31st of January. Well, here's another one. <laughs> Let me just read <coughs> read this and move on. It's, you you got it too, but it just gets some out of the way. That's not going to take any discussion. How's that? Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, this is from Tom. Uh, he's in. I think he's on in our little forum right now. The reason they will not take guest pictures with their own cameras is they are not Disney employees. They work for another company that DCL and many other cruise lines contract out their photo services to. Also, unlike the CD you get from Disney's PhotoPass that has the borders and character signatures you can add to your picture, if you buy the CD from Shutters, it only has a picture and none of the borders around them. And that's from uh, our buddy Thomas, Tom, who I believe wanted to come on the show and talk about cruises one time. And I think we said, go uh, screw yourself. We can kill uh, this. No. <laughs> we did not tell him to screw himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm still looking for that one. I've got what the f you have yeah, to watch. I see that one. Charlie Sheen wanted to create uh, poor, something born and family. family. A discussion. What date was it again? January 31st. January 31st. Discussion idea last show. Ends. Yes, from Robert. Okay, and this is what you want to do. You want to talk yeah, about yeah, next? Yeah. All right, go for it. All right. Hey guys, this is Bob in San Diego. You Hi, rem- Bob. You may remember me as Bob in Denver, and before that, Hi, Bob. and before that, San Diego. I have written in several times. Most recently, my biggest contribution to the show was asking about the sales tax on churros, <laughs> <laughs> which sparked quite the discussion. Anyways, when I heard the announcement that you guys were ceasing regular production, I was surprised, but not at the same time. <clears throat> I know the well had run a little dry recently, and life goes on even when it comes to Disney. After almost five years, almost 200 shows, hard to believe it's coming to an end. I remember when I heard my first MiceCast episode two, and I knew that this was the kind of show for me. I've listened to every episode since, and some many times over, and even the poker show. <laughs> so screw all those people who didn't like it. Ha ha. Give me my potato chips. <laughs> my discussion topic is this. When, and monetary concerns aside, would each of you just say, and pardon my French, fuck it, to Disneyland? When is each of your own breaking points remember money is not the issue so price cannot be used this goes beyond going df but just leaving the parks altogether i've wanted to submit this topic for a while but like greg i'm a full-time student and also work full-time lastly i just heard the last show what do you want to talk about picked up that you guys will be recording your last show in the park i marked the date of march 12th on my iCal but was hoping i get 
a time and maybe a place. Having listened for so long and never been able to attend Westfest or any such event, I would love to meet the three of you before MiceCast glows away <laughs> for an extended time. Sorry for the length, but seeing as how you guys are coming to an end, I figure it wouldn't matter. Thanks for reading and all the shows over the past five years. You guys will be missed on my iPod, but I always have the old shows, Bob in San Diego. <laughs> P.S. Make the last show as long as possible. I still love the love yeah. shows, but I think he's wants to say long shows. And then he says, sorry, sorry Mike. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, that's good. Yes, March 12th. We're looking at 7 p.m. And we haven't we have narrowed down to now, what? If he's not listening to the show live right now, will this show actually go out in time for him to listen and get the date? In time? It should. Yes. <laughs> it, should. it should. It should. Yes. So if it doesn't, you are personally going to apologize I'll tweet. and oh. uh, drive to San Diego and say hi. I'll send him a mail. I'll send him an email. <laughs> Good idea. Um, yeah. So yeah, March 12th. We're at 7 p.m. We're still scouting locations are we not shaft yes uh i think we've narrowed it down to two locations and they're both fantasy land aren't they both fantasy land um depending on how things are going to work for uh the first try is going to be (laughs) over at uh well i'm not looking at that anymore the uh, first try is going to be over on the old motorboat cruise dock and uh if that uh doesn't work out too well. We're going to try over at uh, the old uh, Fantasyland Theater up by the uh, snack bar by Troubadour Treats. So there you know, it's, really, it's really too bad that we couldn't go someplace that is actually in the second class citizen smoking area so we could all light our stogies. Oh, yeah. Well, perhaps I, I will take a look. That's not too far from the motorboat cruise dock. I can take a look over there and we might be go, able to do go, part of the show over there. Yeah, we'll go motorboating if uh, we have to <laughs> That doesn't sound like a motorboat. <laughs> um, <laughs> no Smith's no, no longer second class citizens land. Yeah, no, they yeah. kick the smokers out of there because it's too close to that little cheesy the turkey leg place, right? Or yeah. whatever. Edelweiss. Yeah. You know, I'll go first on this fuck Disneyland thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, what have you to breaking point? Well, Spence uh, or Banker and I have talked about this now and then. Uh, okay, Spence, you're just gross now. Uh, the um, <laughs> Every now and then you just get burned out. You know, you got to take time away. To say F you totally to Disney and never go back. I don't see that happening. Uh, that would be pretty darn hard unless of course i was wearing my Steeler hat and people wanted to burn it <laughs> and, and cut out the logo on ride photos and things of that nature but I, I mean unless something really went in the tank and it started to look like what knots looks like now i i don't see how that could be a problem. But I do occasionally get burned out and just need to take some time away because if you're there too often, I really don't know how some people do it every day. I mean, I've done, you know, like in a stretch of a week or two where I went like eight, nine times, uh, sometimes just for a couple hours. It gets to the point where, you know, where you can brag about, hey, I went to the park and I didn't even write anything. I just hung out. Eh, it gets old. Yeah, so I, I taking time off, yes. At totally a few, not unless it looks like not, you know what knots has become, which is really, really pretty bad. I, I usually only go now. People from out of town want to go to knots, uh, so it, it's really got hit bottom of the barrel. Um, you know, Six Flags, uh, Universal Florida type level. No, just kidding. Yeah. Like Universal Florida. Uh, it's really got to hit pretty low uh, for me to do that. 
Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I'm taking a break actually now. I did not renew my annual pass. Don't know when I will. But, but it's that, not but, it's not monetary. Yeah, well, partly part of it well, is monetary. Said, okay. I know, so I can't use that as as to answer his question. But the reality is, the reason I'm doing it this time is because I'm I'm taking a break from spending twelve hundred bucks. Um, you know, my son hardly. I think he used it maybe twice all last year. Now my daughter, she goes maybe three or four times a month with her friends, so it's worked out quite well for her. Value for her. The, the wife is gone with her friends a few times. I go a lot. Um, I'm not even sure West Fest is, you know, my pass will be up, and that will be monetary if I don't re-up it. Uh, so you still have friends signing in. You never know. Yeah. I was going to say, Mike, also isn't part of the uh, reason you decided you were mentioning uh, – you're just getting busy on other things. Uh, both your kids yes. are getting involved in extracurricular, and you're just not using it as much. Exactly. Like Greg yes. was just kind of mentioning there too. Yes, that's that's also part of it. But but that's, he's kind of saying when you when when, when you go to say f you, what what would, I, what I'm get, would Disney do in Disneyland? Yeah. Well, okay. So to to what you said kind of got me thinking for a second that it's got to decline and and decline in such a, a way that you know maintenance. You know, it's scary looking. It's you know, things are dilapidated. Things are not being maintained. Um, people are dying more often than they are already on <laughs> Disney attractions, right? Um, <laughs> you know, uh, that's nice. that that's probably you know the price price goes up, but you, you okay? Got to take price out. Sorry. I to me, it's got, well, it, well. How about this? You, you say if it declines, what if it just becomes such a zoo? Because they just they just can't get control on um, how many people they let in or not making attractions that hold enough people, and you're just saying crap. This yeah, is just not crowds, enjoyable. Crowds anymore. would crowds would definitely uh, also affect the decision to go. I mean, we have no slow season now. Heck, summer slower. Oh no, yeah, as, there is times where it's significantly slower, but maybe not as slow as what remember we remember from when like I worked there or Dude. you were at the hotel. I was going to say. I was going to say. We. I, I joke about it all the time. We don't. A slow day is when it reach it when it, we're only getting twenty thousand people. Um, that's a slow day. It's not like the days where it used to be, you know, five, six thousand people. No, but twenty thousand is nothing, again. though. Okay, I mean, when was the last time a weekday operating day for Disneyland was ten to six? Oh, how long ago was that? It was since before the fiftieth uh, anniversary. So you're talking it's back when I worked there. I know they had some ten six days. Um, but you know uh, that's was... all. That's all but disappeared off the calendar because yeah. There's there's bazillion people there. I know, but okay, but there are days where you can nearly walk on almost everything or small five ten minute waits. Sure. Compared to a Friday or Saturday night, to me that is slow. So no, it's never going to go back. I don't think to the the I the Christmas Eve where I could count how many people were there and I kept running into the same people. I was working, you know, working uh, a foreman shift that night. That, that that those days are long gone, but you can find days where it feels comfortable versus the days where you're saying, "Screw this, <laughs> screw this," or gonna get something to eat or just walk around. You know what I'm saying? It's but there are slower days. I agree, there's slower days, but there's no slow season. There's no string of time. 
Sure, it used, know, to, be, used to be Jeff the from Houston. Jeff from Houston might argue with you because he says, "Oh man, I was here. We were walking on everything." For him, that's that's just like a slow season. So there are weeks, maybe not seasons, but there are weeks of time where I think you'll see the audience is down in those walk-on times. Ah, oh, here's another indication that there's no more slow season. Remember, we used to the the over, you know the little uh, you know state fair. Yeah, Circus yeah, yeah. Fantasy, those things, those are slow season they need add-ons to, to yeah. draw the locals in. They don't need that anymore. Well, no, but the annual, the, the, the explosion of annual passes is... Um, Responsible for that, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got the annual passes, but you're, you're right, Mike. There's uh, Disneyland has become much more of a destination resort than it was prior to the expansion. You, you have a lot of people that come from you know, other states and other countries coming to Disneyland a lot more now than you did 10, 15 years okay. ago. Okay. Do you think there's a slow time for the Florida resort? Yes. Yeah. but More, more so than our little local park? Wink, wink. Yeah. What do you mean? Where they have less people? No, the, the the I think the slow times are more significant in Florida. Yeah, there's there's you know, a weeks right there. weeks at a time. T- Tigger has Tigger has the best common. There are slower times, but they're not really slow times anymore. It's slower than when you compare it to other times when it gets really. Well, that's busy. what I'm saying. I I think you can find slower times at Disneyland, but not the empty time i, I right. think we're hoping for those empty days not going to happen anymore yeah but anyways back to the original question mike what what would what would make you pack it and just walk away from it all i said you know just run, when it's all completely out of control run there. down dilapidated no maintenance places falling apart they're not doing anything to keep it up and then okay what okay here here he says monetary concerns aside what if a monetary reason, not because you couldn't afford it, but you're finally saying, you know, fuck Iger. It the, doesn't need to cost $200 a day to go to the park. Yeah, you can get it. Now, that might not be monetary in the same ways. You know, we're, we're assuming we can afford whatever the price is. But yeah. you're just saying, wait, that's just not a value anymore. You've, you've pissed me off by milking me just too much. Well, I'm, I'm kind of going through that now. Well, yeah, but you can pay it on a month. Well, sure, but when that makes it a lot more, I'll be more, I'll be more apt or open to buying when DCA is done. Yeah, I can see that because right now there's okay, but what what are you okay? What are you losing out on at DCA with the current um, wall configuration that's going on? I, you know, I I don't I haven't I haven't been in California Adventure since we did the show okay. for there. What, what is closed that you can't wait for it to reopen because of the construction? Mulholland Madness. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? What are you really missing? The Malaboomer. Uh, now there there will be an ex, um, how we say an expansion of things that you will be able to get value out of. Yes. In a while. Now, on the other hand, I still think at the price that we're somewhat kind of complaining or dancing around it's still a value when you break it down to an hourly day compared to what it might cost Wait, you to see what's a, a park film. hopper now 97 bucks okay so 97 bucks what's the average park days how many hours no it's like nine to nine right 12 hours on what 
The, the day Disneyland's open. How many physical hours can you be in the park? Twelve. Call it twelve. That's average. Sometimes it's more. Sometimes it's less. So that's eight bucks and thirty-three cents an hour, based on a hundred-dollar ticket. A film now will cost you ten to twelve for an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And who goes in without getting some popcorn and maybe Me. a cold? Something do you? Me, I have a hard time not at least I, not I getting a small them. one. Okay, okay. You go, you there's, there's no such thing as a, for a film and get nothing. Yes, I can. I do it before uh, or after because I'm not paying six bucks for 64 ounces of soda that's gonna make me get up and piss and miss five minutes of the movie in the middle of it. <laughs> if you can't hold your water, dude, not, <laughs> dude, that's not water. That's freaking. It's, it's I just I just watched five gallon drum. I just watched the madness of King George, and they kept, you know, they're looking in his piss bucket, and they're going, "The king's water is blue." <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> he had something. He had something wrong with him. There was there's some medical condition that does that. But now our our local theater um, just had this. One day, I just happened to pick up this plastic cup because it looked sturdy, and it was like six bucks. I'm like, yeah, but there, but three buck refills for the rest of the all the way through end of two thousand. Gosh. 11. Now, granted, I haven't been to <laughs> many movies lately. Uh, in fact, I haven't God, I can't even think of the last film I saw. But I can use that uh, for $3 over and over and over and over. And that, I can set the whole film without getting okay. up and uh, uh, urinating like you. Now, you uh, could take your, your colostomy bag and your um, other bag to get you through the movie if you want. No, wanted. I can do it. But I do like, I go in now and I buy the small, like the little tiny kid's Popcorn and um, and all that. Yes, it's it's as expensive. But I got to fill with piss. <laughs> there you go. Hey, how many people okay, have you traveled with in your days when you were younger that would do that with like a can of Coke? Piss I'm not pulling co- over for you. Yeah. All right, I'll just pee in the can. <laughs> I, I, and then you fling the can out the window. Yeah. <laughs> I told you a story about a guy that we all know that did that in my plane once. My last words to him before we took off was, go, to the go use the restroom. And he said, oh, no, I'm fine, fine. He's drinking a soda up there. We're out over the middle of Long Beach at uh, 2,500 feet. I got to go. Well, You should have just went into a, a good minutes. You should just went to a good turn and let him open the door. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but, but, okay, so. We've got to wait 30 go to, minutes before we can land. I can't wait. But again, you go to the film and it costs you 10 bucks for an hour, an hour and a half. The $8.33 uh, day per hour at Disney is a pretty good value. Based on money and time there, yes. But there's other things you have to take into account. Is it worth is it worth eight dollars and thirty three cents to walk from one end of the park to the other, jam packed with other people getting jostled, stepped on, shoved, poked, prodded? If if I was only buying a one day ticket at one time, I would be real careful about what that one day one time was. Sure, but you're Grand- you're but you're no, but you're working on averages. So you said average park day is twelve hours, hundred dollar ticket. That's eight dollars and thirty three cents. Okay. So some of that $8.33 of an hour is a very uncomfortable hour, okay? And out of the 12 hours that you're there, how many of those 12 hours are spent in uncomfortable situations being jammed and packed with other people? Well, if you dislike people so much, maybe you should become a hermit. I don't dislike people. I just don't, I just don't enjoy people imposing their halitosis and body odor on me. 
There's you know that that can get by out in Idaho. There that too. can get old. Now, how much is the the top of the line annual pass? Four hundred four sixty. Four sixty, and uh, four seventy something like that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna get an average. Oh, don't forget here. parking too, dude. But it, that's included in that. Uh, the top. In the four sixty, yes. Do you know what parking? Uh, you know what add-on parking is now? Uh, fifty bucks. Ninety nine. Woo, that's went up quite a bit. So if you get a I deluxe, well just buy the, the yeah, big if, pass. If you get a deluxe and add parking, you're only thirty or forty dollars away from premium. Now, based on your your averages, and you can look at it this way: if you were to buy the big pass, the big boy pass, which one? The four sixty. Four sixty, and okay. you can um, go three hundred sixty five days a year on an average of twelve hour days. It's costing you. 11 cents an hour. And it's probably less than that because during the summer, the hours are a lot longer and certain holiday periods, blah, 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 blah. 11 cents an hour. That's yeah. 365 days. Who can go to Disneyland 365 days? Okay, so but, it's not 11 cents an hour. I do it every year. <laughs> you don't do it. You don't go to 365 days? What do you get, like sure, six weeks vacation? Sometimes. Six, sometimes. That's how you break the cost of that thing down. Now, it's up to you to get the value out of it. The less you use it, the less value you uh, could. It goes up, but, yeah. But... Shit, eleven cents a day. Maybe it'll work there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. On on the, the on the availability, you can make it very very cheap. So there is a lot of value to those passes if you use it. All you got to do is use it, you know, four or five times, and yes. five, say five times, and you you've got more than your value out of it. Um, especially when you include ninety dollars parking. Crap. Um, well, what is it? What's the average? Is it fifteen bucks a day now to park? Yeah, I think it's fifteen. Yeah, yeah. God, I can remember when Knotts was free. Then it's not free anymore. But uh, Knotts parking used to be free. It's not. But even back when, um, see, I, th- I don't know. The perspective has changed because when we were kids, Richard and I'd go a lot. Uh, granted, what, what a ticket maybe was eight bucks. Uh, oh, but to, oh, I but, take that but, back. It's a hundred and nine dollars. Oh, that's a Southern California resident. I'm looking for regular oh, tickets. Okay. Yeah, well, one day park up there's, there's hundred- back, No, when we were kids, it was what two dollars or a dollar fifty for general admission. We usually had extra tickets left over, and every now and then we would. My mom liked us- general admission. I don't remember ever personally going in on general admission, but you could and buy extra tickets if you needed them. But I'm just well, saying. I was on say we got those uh, Magic Kingdom Club tickets that we would get every now and, and then. Uh, yeah, uh, they were maybe twelve dollars, and you could unlimited yeah. use. But what I'm getting at is, for, for as a kid, as a teenager in high school, and you made a dollar eighty, two dollars an hour at your minimum wage job, you know that was a significant amount to cash for you. And if you went on a full summer day, and you would plan to be there at eight in the morning, and you'd stay to one in the uh, one a.m., you get your full day out of it. And you stood in lines. You didn't have fast pass. You didn't bitch about it. It was just like. Okay, so it's an hour to go on Pirates. Do you want to go now or do you want to go later? You want to try to hit it through, a, you know, during a parade? You know, it's we accepted those things. Now it's really getting bad when our drive-through society wants our theme park experience to be the same way. Now, granted, after working there for so many years, yeah, I get tired of the crowd and the hot, sweaty people and the ECVs running my feet over. Um, so I choose and I think about when I go. But we have become pretty spoiled. We have. In the you're, way you're, we yeah. approach the parks. 
it, it, it's a lot of that instant gratification. You, I have to have it now. I have to have it my way, and I have to have it now. No, there, it's not that. No it's, it's, Plus, I, I have to have it the way. I, as, do you think the people were as rude when we were kids? I mean, there was always uh, a may, jerk somewhere in line. Maybe I didn't I, notice. I, you know, yeah, it's, I, it's just, I agree with Mike. Kids don't you notice. You just didn't notice. Yeah. yeah. Because he, he blew it off. It's like, yeah. See, yeah, it, it, your, your value does get a lot better. I think it gets better in Florida quicker than it does at Disneyland. I, I, you know, you get up to like the 10-day. The difference between like an 8-day and a 10-day is negligible. It's 20 bucks. Uh, you know, less than that, I think, when you get way up there. It really, your maybe value 8 bucks. Really, yeah. It really gets good. Disney, what, your maximum is, what, 5, 6-day? Disneyland? Yeah, yeah Disneyland. 6-day. Six-day park six hopper, day. yeah. Okay. Brad's saying here's a 200, 196 bucks. That's a pretty good value what when is? you compare it to what the one-day oh. is. Six-day park hopper for 196 Uh, The website I'm looking at says 216 well, Brad's Maybe he's getting a discount for whatever reason, but or still 216 216 is not that bad. Yeah, well, because a one You don't have to use it. You know, in yeah. fact, think about that. You know, you don't want to buy the, your annual pass. You could buy... A few five days. You don't have to use them in a row. Yeah. Um, there is a finite period. When you open it up, it has to be used within, I think, like this, 15 or this 30 says, days. This says through the end of December. I don't know. I'll read the rules. Oh, okay. But, oh, yeah. Brad's saying it's a current special offer, 196 okay. uh, Oh, yeah. I see it here. I see the special offer for, yeah, that's for SoCal people. Oh, and they have to be used by April 14th, the 196 yeah. one. I was looking at the ones that are through good through the end of the year. But so I was wrong. So it's not $97 for a one-day park hopper. It's $101 for a one-day right. park hopper. Okay. Well, I, I figured my my no, uh, $8.33 off $100. Now, is that plus tax? Is it tax? Used to, it used to include tax in their ticket prices, but I'm not sure if they still do or not. I think they still do. I think they still do, too. I think the tax is included. Because I think that's the thing that threw me the first time I went to Florida – Disneyland included the, price, the, the the tax in their ticket. Florida, I think the first two times I went, tax was added. And it might have this to do something. This is going to be another churro discussion, isn't it? It, well, it, yeah. might have, it might have had to do with something about the way the state sets up and they collect their tax. You know, who knows? But I, I don't know. They don't still do that. But I think at the time back in the, the 70s uh, when I first went, they were doing that. All right, let's move on to um, – Wait, we didn't we didn't get we didn't get Shaft's answer to what would make oh, him say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Shaft. Well, I, I have I have a little difference is because Disney pays me to be there. So um, would I ever watch? Yeah, there's a lot. There's been a number of times where you, you the three of us privately uh, actually you might be in the better one to say f you Disney because something that could happen to you as a cast member that you just say screw this I'll never come back. Yeah, I, I've I've been reaching those points now and then and uh the only reason i would walk the only reason i did walk back was because reality set in um there's <laughs> you a, got a job got five weeks yeah, of vacation you know yeah, yeah the job the five weeks but the most important thing is every week you got that paycheck to help pay for the mortgage and all the other fun stuff that you know life goes on um you know right now i would say i, I would want to say that if like what both of you guys have said, if, if it gotten really into crapola zone, yeah, there's a certain point where I would have have to walk away from it and just say it's not worth being a part of all this. But even in the 
you know, when I get into my darkest moods on there, there are still a number of people that have been there even longer than I that still make me feel good coming in each day. So as long as a number of those people are there and I still talk to them regularly, uh, that'll still keep a little bit of the uh, pixie dust going, going my way to where I'll still be walking into the gate each day. So if you didn't have your little uh, Disneyland Anonymous support group uh, every day when you went in, you would rethink it. Yeah, it, 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 it would change my mood drastically, I would say. Because God, you know, it's it's it'll be real terrible if you ever have to work in the private sector. Private sector, they expect, they expect results. <laughs> no, you know, because when you, when you have those dark those dark moods and everything, and you just want to throw it all, you know, say screw it all and everything, even with the reality check, then you get to talk to somebody and they're kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's still. Uh, I know. It's like, yeah, pull your head out and see what it's like in the real world. Um, All right, let's move on to uh, Brian's email. It's actually kind of funny. What's Um, what's the date? uh, Only you and I got it. It is uh, February 21st. Hey, gentlemen, and I use that term loosely. A recent episode had you, three morons, arguing about if Hong Kong was an island. Well, this really does not have much to do with your argument, but I thought it was cool and you might like it. There is an episode of, an, of Extreme Engineering that's all about the building of Hong Kong International Airport. I thought you guys would really get into it. It's available on Netflix uh, streaming, netflix.com. Do a search for Extreme Engineering Collection one, uh, number one. You should check it out. Great shows and all that bullshit ass kipping, kissing crap. Sergeant Brian. Um, so Bastard's just, missing West Fest again this year. Yeah. Yeah. He got, you know, he, he was a lot of fun. Uh, many many years ago (laughs) now uh, yeah that was that was a riot all right uh, moving on here's one from D in PA oh yeah what the F yeah (laughs) okay I have to say (laughs) what the F I'm sure you've heard all about the lawsuit uh, brought against Walt Disney World by the family in Chula Vista California regarding their son being burned by nacho cheese Actually, I I had not until she mentioned it. Yeah, this is the first I've heard of that one. Why was this boy near the tray? Cheese is hot. When my son was seven, he had cheese cheese slide of pizza uh, on his... Oh, I'm sorry. A slice of cheese slid on his leg. A fast-acting motion flipped that off, wiped his leg, got some ice, and moved on. No suit. Live less. Live live less and not... I'm not going to make fun of her typing, but there's a few little things here. Yeah, yeah. As for the poor guy that is suing for the small world thing, it is because of music or scared being trapped. I think think it's scarred. Scarred? That's the small world world here in Disneyland. Back, let's see, back, way back in the late 70s, my sister and I talked our pop into going on It's a Small World, which he hated. Uh, don't you know we got stuck? One hour, wait for repairs. Again, get over it. Sorry to hear the show is ending. I love you guys. You're like my brothers. Goofy. <laughs> okay, so you guys are going to film me. To be honest, I haven't spent a lot of time searching Disney crap out lately. Just It's not on the top of my worry list. Okay, I hadn't heard about this Chula Vista. It come in embarrassed by the Chula Vista family here from California. Uh, bringing a lawsuit against Nacho Cheese. Hopefully, they lose that. What's the small? What's the small world thing? 
Uh, guy was on board uh, one of the small world boats. He's uh, quadriplegic. Obvious, he's obviously, okay. In, in, on the chair. And he was on the special boat with the uh, lift there. The, sh- the short boat? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, anyways, for whatever reason, small world broke down. And they ended up evacuating the attraction. Well, where they were sitting is right as they come out of the building uh, going into the loop for the station. But, of course, the boats aren't moving, so they're sitting there. He's quadriplegic in his chair. Uh, it's the que- It comes the question of uh, can he, you know, get out? How do you get him out of the attraction or, you know, what to do? And they ended up having him sit there while they uh, were getting the ramps moving. And I think it was like, what, 45, 50 minutes that they sat there waiting for the boats to move forward. Okay, now, but anybody that would have been out there probably sat in their boats, or did they get everybody no, they, else out? They, they got everybody else out of the attraction. And how do they do that at that point? They just step up into the bushes? Yeah. They, they have them step out of the boat onto the those walkways right there and walk them out. Well, they're barely walkways. They're, they're well, like they a, actually they walk. They, know, two, they're, feet they're, of, two feet of concrete slab there is about all there is. There's there's different ways on how they they do it, but um, so anyways, Mark, they couldn't they couldn't get the the wheelchair dude. At, you know, here's what I say. <sighs> this is going to sound real insensitive, and I guess I don't really give a is fuck. That, I was say, is that news? That's not news. Well, yeah. you know, at some point, I I, I feel for what people in wheelchairs have to go through. You know, there was a time when you had to find the nearest um, cut in the concrete, like uh, the entry to a gas station, which is usually used to be on every corner, to cross the road because there was no cut at the corner. Okay. Right? So they were in the street with their wheelchair working their way to the crosswalk because us non-wheelchair people never thought that they might need to do that. Otherwise, you know, oh, just drive yourself off the side. I mean, come on, what's the big deal? So that's, you know, we've got a little sensitive to those needs. But it's gone to the point now where, oh, I have to have access to everything. Okay, so Disney is actually, I think, went way out of their way to make things that I wouldn't have given access to wheelchairs to access to. Jungle Cruise boats. Now we small world boats. Okay, fine. We could have put them in a little room, like for the submarines, giving them a uh, virtual experience, slightly different, but still access. But no, we put them in the fucking boat. Not only that, but messes up the center of gravity of said boat. Yeah, yeah. So it gets stuck. What the fuck do you want me to do about it? Seriously. any Okay, let's, let's go even a little further. They're not wheelchair-bound, but they do ride their ECV or their wheelchair, whatever the problem is. And the ride says, must transfer. Okay, they were able to transfer when something is in the station. But now that thing breaks down. Let's say it's Indiana Jones. Can't, I want, and that's a bad example because that one was designed for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, even Mansion, as old as it is, has some ability to accommodate some of that. Pirates um, of the Caribbean. Good, good example, Richard. Pirates, has a, Pirates doesn't have a wheelchair boat. No, exactly. Exactly. Must transfer. Must transfer. So they managed to hobble and get in there. It breaks down. They were able to get almost everybody out. Now, granted, in the Blue Bayou area, until they can get boats out of the way, you're kind of stuck out there. But let's say you're in one of the other areas where they can get you close to something you can't transfer. What are you going to do? You need the chair. Either you're too fat 
or your leg is hurt or you're missing a leg or whatever your problem is, you can't transfer. There is no way to transfer you. Let's say you're by the fat lady and the auctioneer. You're going to be able to have to get transfer there. You'd have to walk up some stairs. Well, you can't walk. You need your ECV. We made accommodations for you. You're going to have to sit and wait. Yeah. You know, what the fuck is wrong with the world? You can't make it perfect for everybody. Life sucks. Get over it. Move on. Well, that's kind of what Tiger Woods said when that uh, friend of his insisted he wanted to have to be able, he wanted to be able to use a cart out on the uh, doing a PGA tour. Well, not Tiger. I wasn't his friend. I know who you're talking about. His name's Casey yeah. something or other. I thought I thought they were friends at one point. Well, and okay. this, this kind of broke on the them. tour, aren't they all? And I'm air quoting friends. Right. They all know but, everybody, right? But. Yeah, but what, regardless, uh, the rules of the PGA say you have to walk the course. Exactly, that's parts. part of that's part of the game. And right. like a lot of saying, Stanima, Stanima. <laughs> nice You're word. You're talking like me now. Yeah, <laughs> stamina is part of the game. Right, because you will be tired by the 17th and 18th hole. You're going to make mistakes. That's part of the game. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. I'm like. So what? You know, I thought, to be honest with you, since I didn't know what the, the suit was about, I thought someone was going to say they had, like, a special needs person that freaked out because they heard the music over and over and over while they were... Well, that was one of the... ...waited to be taken out uh, of the, the attraction. But, <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> that would drive me nuts. Oh, wait. Spence Man is saying he's got a real picture yeah, of Bruce. He said he'll post it soon. Yeah. All right. So um, moving right, <laughs> moving right along. Uh, <laughs> do you have the one that says Charlie Sheen wanted to create? Yes. It was. It. I, I hate it when the formatting changes. I don't know if it's you got the ampersand, a number, and thirty nine porn family ampersand number. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I think that's what, air quotes. Uh, oh, I didn't oh, read. It might have been. Um, hi, Disneyland connection. I thought you'd. Oh, we'd have to click here. Wait, is this real or is this... Did you click that? I'm clicking it now. Link? Okay, you take your chances. Charlie, she wanted to create porn family. says adult film actress who tried to party with Star. Huh. This sounds like an email that we might... Um, you don't want to open up. And I'll... You know, you window machines... I'm reading a family... I'm just going to press... Two and a half men. Very sexual person. Yeah, that's nice. So I sit home watch porn when you're wealthy enough to be with one porn stars themselves. Goodness. Sounds very interesting. I didn't get the email, so. And I think it's like a spammer mail. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, hang on. All right, so there's this girl named Cassandra Cruz. Graduated from Parsons School of Design and got into the sex business working in Mistress Jasmine's dungeon in Manhattan. Said she last spoke to Sheen on Groundhog Day. I know the girls he was with during a 36-hour party last month at his house, said Cruz, who works at Disneyland under a different name when she's not starring in such porn films as Hearts and Minds 2. Really? Nice. Oh, interesting. And, and what is she? Snow White? Oh, uh, <laughs> she's 28. Princess Jasmine. <laughs> Most of the girls in porn have no family or the family stops speaking because what they're doing. It's too funny. Cassandra Cruz. Cassandra Cruz. Hmm. Wait, is that her porn name or her Disney name? Just says Cassandra Cruz in a professional photo. There's a picture of her. She's not too bad. Oh, that picture is worthless, Spence. Can't make anything out in there. 
What did, all right, let's see. Boy, our chat room is oh, famous. I see. He's in with the hitchhiking ghost, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, So boy, interesting, that's... yeah. Click here for Charlie image Charlie Sheen's porn posse. I'll look at that. Oh, she's kind of... Is that C-R-U-Z? Yes. 31 girls... Uh, yeah, I'm not going to bother with look digging through that and looking at that. Um, I'm, I think we wrote, Brian wrote us one about when we were bitching and moaning about the Olive Garden. I'm going to delete that. We talked about that I yes, think we did. weeks ago. I've got one from Jeremy Nelson back in January 24th. It's one of these, uh, you know, hey guys, long time listener, first time writer. I'm not sure if we um, did this one or not. January 24th? Yeah, possible solutions to traveling. Uh, though Disney, but not as uh. not at one of the parks. Uh, okay, not sure. So I'll just read it, and we'll see if we've uh, talked about it. First, let me say thanks for all your hard work. I love the show, and even though you're going off the regular production, I can't wait to hear your show once DCA is finished. Uh, it sounds fam- vaguely familiar, but I may have just read it before. I've heard you guys giving advice uh, to listeners about taking family vacations outside of the parks. And Disney in general. I can't recall if you mentioned Adventures by Disney on the show before, but I've never taken one of these trips. But they seem like a good alternative to those looking for someone other than a Disney park. I think these would be good trips for those who can afford it and for those who just have to have their pixie dust fix and traveling parts of the world or country or world they've never been to. Anyway, it's just my two cents. If any of the other, want to know if any of the other listeners have taken and Adventures by Disney's trip. I'd love to hear from you guys in this topic um, and one of your remaining shows. Jeremy from Solvang, California. Oh, Solvang's a cool place. Uh, Ernie. I, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit. I'm not sure if we did. I know I, I saw a thing on, I don't know, it could have been Travel Channel, Disney Channel. It really looks like Adventures by Disney is pretty cool. Except it's fucking expensive. I mean, yeah. you know, you've got a concierge with you every day, taking your bags, giving you tours. Sure, if you can afford that kind of thing, knock yourself out. You will be pampered. Your ass will be wiped. I'm not sure if you'd call it pixie dusty, but it, it's going to be almost hand and foot type, you know, yeah. uh, attention. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. It's not so much pixie dusting because you're not. It's, it has nothing to do with the theme parks or anything. It's going to somewhere else, and it's taking the Disney service brand where you can get everything wiped and shined for you uh, along with you. You don't have to depend on any hotels or any other travel guide. You have that with you the whole well, way. Well, that's, that's part of you, you, your design. Let's say you go see New England. Okay, You know where you're going to go. They take care of you, getting you to all your stops, getting your luggage to all your places, checking you in. They, you know, it's full right. concierge service. Now, you could might call some of that pixie dust because they're going to be smiling like Disney employees and just making you want to bitch slap them because they're just so happy. Yeah. So and yes, then, a little pixie those, dust, but not Disney. You know, not Disney esque necessarily. Like the yeah. guy's bouncing and, around with his little Mickey hands on. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll and they'll they'll arrange for your tours, and you get and the tours that they get you on are private tours or semi-private. You might be with one other family, but it's that that's it. It's not like one of those big large tours. Like you go to uh, 
like uh, when we've gone to uh, the Kennedy Space Center, where we're you know mixed into a huge bus with all those people. No, you'd be into a nice well, uh, SUV would, or a van. Would, going out it would only be Adventures by Disney people. Right. But, uh, I mean, in fact, not, the one, not a busload, not a busload of adventures by Disney. No, no, no. From, of yeah, well, from what well, the one I saw described it as a personal vacation for your family, not mm-hmm. mixed with other people. So I, I don't know, right? You know, if you've got, you know, hey, can I downgrade just a slight bit and I'll mix in with other fam- one other family? I don't know. <laughs> like, right, you know, ride share to the airport when you picked a super shuttle up. I don't know. So. But, yeah, it, it, like you said, if you have the money, that's definitely a nice way to go. We do have a few tours that Adventure by Disney does inside Disneyland where they even take you through some of the backstage, like the uh, fireworks launch area over into the roundhouse, and you get a tour of the engines over in the roundhouse and that type of stuff. Now, I have a feeling that some of our people here are bagging on this guy that wrote into us. One of our our listeners, uh, he enjoys the parks. It appears he must go by the to the parks by himself a lot, but hey, what the fuck? I go to the parks by myself a lot too. Um, don't travel on vacation by myself, though I, I might if I had the chance. Uh, well, I kind of did. I just met up with people. I don't, I still think the New York guys got a point in some of that. So do I. Though no one else seems to, you know, one, one time that we agree and no one else agrees with us. Um, but uh, yeah, see you later. I, I, yeah. He's he's got a lot of fracking videos. He must that must be the mission of his his tours is really or his his visits is to really document everything. I mean he's got all kinds. He's kind got of, that battery charger, right? That helps. Um, I have found that with my batteries from my Canon, <laughs> you know how they, they they say they'll they'll charge your your batteries. They don't have a charger for it, but if you bring your own charger with you, they will yeah. uh, take care of it for you, and you can come back uh, later. Way back, way back when, I do remember when they used to have a number of the more popular chargers that they had sitting in the back, and then they just started saying, no, just bring your own charger. Yeah. I, I Does that look like Naraland? Uh, Spence just put a picture. Does anybody know where this is? Let me look at the picture here. It, it looks like Could that, be. That, that, abandoned. Uh, Nara, that Nara Dreamland, which I believe now is finally closed, which was... A total yeah, that's rip it. off of Disneyland. That looks like it's domestic. What? Domestic? Oh wait, wait. This isn't this isn't that religious one that um, that became part of. That's not the Neverland. Oh range. wait, wait. What's that big? Yeah, there's a triangle in front of what's uh, in front of the tra- train station. I see I that. I see that. That's like a Mason thing or something. <laughs> Who says? How do you know it's domestic? First of all, prove to me that this is domestic. I don't know. I'm just that I remember Naraland had a different design on the uh, front of the train station there. Well, it actually said Naraland at one time, right up there. Yeah, Dreamland there. I was, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, was I right thought, the, yeah, I thought the station was actually larger at the the, the Naraland. Um, I have no idea could, where that is. Could this possibly be? Remember that one. Shaft is close. Is, remember that one that um, the that one of the disgraced preachers did out in was it Tennessee? It was like I, I don't want to call it Bible Land, but it was. Uh, You're thinking of Fletch too? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, it was. That, oh, okay, that is too, an A in front. I was wondering if that was an A in front, not a triangle. Oh, there, there was a place that. Uh, 
one of those preachers who had the big compound and everything out. And Jim I want to say it was like, yeah, the Jim Baker one. What they made a theme park, uh, but I don't remember what it was called. And it, it, it had uh, it's Wally World, uh, yeah. and it used a lot of like uh, southern styling and stuff. But I mean, this you couldn't say anything else but being like a direct ripoff of uh, uh, DL. Now, uh, since Spence posted this, you know, it looks, a, it this looks a lot only, like Escape from LA. It's in Jeff's backyard. Um, <laughs> is this the only picture or are there other pictures? Or yeah, it looks like a total knockoff of Disneyland, but it, lo- it looks a little bit more like the uh, set that they had for... Uh, Escape from L.A. The uh, oh, that one when they they when Disneyland yeah. was in ruins. It's adve- yeah, it's Adventureland in Des Moines, Iowa. He has another picture here. Oh, there it is. Look at this. So, one. yeah, the one the one that's in ruin that it's surrounded by water. Oh my my, uh, what was it? He, he always referred to it as his happy little park. So. Adventureland. Wait, wasn't this a movie? Yeah, there's a movie called Adventureland. Yeah, it didn't. In the movie, it didn't look anything like this, though. I mean, not the aerial picture. At least the, uh, the parts of the. the <laughs> at least at the parts of the movies that they showed in the film, you know. Anyways. I, hey, I, uh, this, this site is loading extremely slow. Yeah, it is. Seeing, yeah, I'm not seeing any pictures beyond. What he's posted already is. Uh, I have to look at it later. The every time a community. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice I, you I, put I, this uh, Cassandra Cruz. Yeah, that's the girl that works at Disneyland. Click that picture. <laughs> Believe me, I'm I'm working on it here, but the Adventureland is sucking up all my resources here. What the fuck is wrong with this site? No, oh, Don, that's not the same girl. As much as you'd like her to be. What what was what was going on there? Oh, oh, there it finally came. How yeah. come this little map looks nothing like the picture he posted? I don't know. Because he, he probably picked the picture he posted is probably a Google map screen capture or something. No, no, no I, I realize that. But the the little, um, the model or the, the, the drawing here should be somewhat represent. Oh, there, fine. Okay, I scrolled down right at the entrance. Okay. All right, now it makes sense why there's this street behind the quote-unquote main street that uh, – well, is this place still open? Because that picture almost looks like it's abandoned. But It might be seasonal. Could be. There, there oh, was, yeah, it snows, yeah. Remember that – why does snow – why do you guys always mention snow? Uh, Tokyo Disneyland manages to stay open year-round with snow, and so does Paris. Disneyland's a big thing. You know, it's a big company. It's got money. Little yeah. little Tokyo, local parks it. don't have money, and it's not worth their effort. No one, no one will go. Yeah, I know. When it's snowing, remember after the the big Katrina thing, there was a theme park down there. Someone sent me a picture, and uh, there was an area that looked really kind of uh, you know New Orleanish as, as part of the theme park. I want to say it was one of the Six Flags, and it was just underwater. It just looked really bad. Uh, though the left side of the buildings of Main Street burnt down not too long ago. Oh, interesting. They they look pretty poorly constructed, I I think. Yeah. Okay. Tokyo doesn't get down to twenty below during the winter. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't? 
I don't know. I don't know. Does Des Moines, Idaho? Des Moines, Iowa? Uh, Iowa, or, yes. Or Iowa? Yes, it does. Really? You've Probably. Been there? No, I, but I watch the Weather Channel. So <laughs> you would. If anybody I know, <laughs> and I don't believe you, go look up the seasonal uh, temperatures in Des Moines, Iowa. Because I don't no, believe No, it's, it's not necessarily seasonal. Can it go below 20, at 20 below oh, a time? Yes. Theoretically, it could go below 20 anywhere no, no. in the Let's, world. No, has it? I'm not saying theoretical. Has it, in fact, gone 20 below I, there? I don't know. Wind chill, yeah. I need to go find this girl at Disneyland. Anyways, I well, when, when, when you when you speak in absolutes like that, Richard, that's what always drives me nuts because uh, you speak like you've had the personal experience of this. Son of a bitch! I'm telling you, it has gone 20 below out there. Let me bring up the friggin' weather channel dot com. Ah, uh, it's okay. <laughs> no. We have to we have to satisfy Greg here. <laughs> no, you, no, you don't. It's your fault, Greg. I, I blame you. I, I think you uh, understand uh, where I'm coming from. All right, Moosey, did we do this one? For, oh, by the way, I saw this email from Matt, but it reminded me of a picture he posted on Facebook today. Uh, too bad he's not in the uh, in the the chat room here. There is some kind of new adventure <laughs> what the at hell the. Is this uh, what the fuck? What? I just said I, I'm looking at the picture of this girl. I said I need to find this girl at Disneyland. He oh, puts up this yeah, pedal bear. What the hell is that? Um, anyways, there's some kind of walking adventure now at um, Animal Kingdom, and they've got this bridge that you can walk over the the crocodile pit. <gasps> And you can see, like, it looks like boards are missing here and there, but there's there's netting under there. So, of course, you couldn't fall through. I'm sure it's totally safe and all that. Um, but it gives you this very rustic look. It looks like so you can walk through, I'm sure, um, escorted through certain parts of the uh, uh, safari. And it looked really cool. But? But I, there's no buts. Oh. It was just a, he had just some pictures of it. And I'm like, is that the croc pit? Might be out. I don't know. Alligators, crocodiles. I don't remember. But you know, it's obviously those things with the big chompers that'll uh, eat you alive, with no questions asked. I just thought it was kind of a cool new thing that uh, I hadn't heard about yet. Is it? Is it anybody in our chat heard about this walking? Yeah, wild Africa trek. You you just looked it up, or no? Spence know? dropped it in the Why chat window. Not? My chat window you scroll, stopped. At scroll it. down. Oh, you're right. I scrolled back up to look at something. Uh, that's the Wild African track. Yeah, it was pretty cool. A pedophile bear. Jeez. What? <laughs> Pet, pedal bear? Is that pedal the, bear, yeah. <laughs> the wiki encyclopedia thing? It's a mascot among pedophiles. Ah. Uh, <laughs> now, how, wait, that's wait. The, the bigger question would be, how does he know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, how do you know? All right. Um, yeah, Wild Africa check, Trek. Get to walk amongst the crocs. Hey, did you know that um, Animal Kingdom took away their evening extra magic hours? The Animal Kingdom did? Yeah. No more, no, no more evening extra magic hours at Animal Kingdom. That's too bad, because I got to admit, Animal Kingdom took on a whole different feel at okay. night and i'm actually on their the weather site right now richard and i see 28.5 degrees above january, you, january 5th 1884 <laughs> minus 30 
<laughs> yeah, see, it's not a regular thing. Thank you very much. Um, the Animal Kingdom at night takes on a really kind of cool look. And I've only been in, in it at night, I think, once. Because every time we've been there, just either hasn't worked out or it was staying light too long. You know, whatever the problem was. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of a bummer. Why yeah. is it? Do you have any no, idea? No, I do not know. I do I, not know why. It, it, I gotta say, because I'll never get that photo again of Ever, Everest at night is really pretty cool looking. Like the lighting is great. Uh, that's too bad. But then again, I think all the hours are, are wacky and weird in Florida. I, I I like it back in the days when the park was just open at one a.m. Well, you know, why no do we more. have to rotate? It's like all it's all about moving guests the way they want. You know, like. For example, you know you can get to a particular resort by taking this road. But if you follow the signs, it takes you on a different road because they want to control traffic flow. So, Leo is my neighbor. We live in the same town. Well, how sweet. <laughs> Give him a kiss for me. Uh. <laughs> so are we done with mailbag now? Uh. I know. Some people are bitching that Fantasmic at Walt Disney World is only two nights a week. Well, we get it three nights a week, so big whoopee fuck. Except during the summer, I guess, and we get it all the time. Uh, I th- uh, I don't got any more emails oh. to read. His studio's in his house, isn't it? He talks like he's... And I thought it was in his house. Leo's my replacement for MiceCast. Thanks, Pinker. <laughs> Appreciate it. But, you know, his chat room is a lot more helpful than this one. That's yeah. true. Uh, well, speaking yeah. of Fantasmic here at Disneyland, I uh, heard Murphy was supposed to be out of rehab uh, this last weekend. And the last word they said is, he's not going to be out for a while. Not for uh, months, weeks, months. They're still having some serious issues with Murphy. So, don't know what they are. Don't want to know. But as one person said, if you see the dragon at all during Fantasmic, it will be a surprise. That's too bad. So, yeah, Murphy went into rehab too much. So, anyways, what, what else were we going to go into? Uh, nothing if we're done. Well, I do uh, have one. How, how long story. have we been talking? Uh, two hours. Seriously? Wow. Yeah. I have one little story. I took a little road trip yesterday. Uh, my annual trip going up to uh, San Francisco Canyon. And on the way up there, I do pass the uh, Golden Oak Ranch. So I stopped in to say hi to some friends over there. Took a look around for just a very short bit. Um, Brandy, have you been over there for uh, any time recently in that neighborhood, Greg? No, David and I are supposed to go get a tour because they're building sound stages and all that stuff. But we just haven't got around to it. No, no sound stages out there, and and that's been that one has been put on hold, from what I was told. Uh, the the land has been cleared right against the street. Uh, As I say, I know so they, they started uh, uh, the pre. Uh, it's not pre. It's not the right word, but I know they started to uh, clear, repair the land, move dirt. Yeah, they they just they, it's just clear land. It's just a vacant lot. That's all it is. Um, they like I said, the gate's been moved a couple hundred yards down the road for. Or, closer to the freeway than where it was so it's a new entryway a really nice looking one too and they do have some back lot areas they have their uh version of wisteria lane that they were still working on when we were out there yesterday they just poured slurry out there and they have a new business district that's around the corner up where uh 
the Big Valley was filmed. Which so when you, when you say in Wisteria Lane, are they, uh, from what you're saying, are they duplicating it so they can move it over there off the uh, Universal Lot? Universal Lot. That was the intent, but I guess uh, they have not. It hasn't been canceled, but they're not renewing uh, Desperate Housewives. So they built. The, they built. I think they told me about a dozen or twenty houses along the street, and it's out there, but. They're not going to use it for that show anymore. Yeah, I, I, it would seem odd that they would move that production so far away when it's so close to them right now. Literally, over well, the, the, re- the reason they were moving it was because Universal gave notice because that's where it's filmed right now. Uh, Universal gave notice that the lease that Disney had on it has run out, and Universal wants to use the land for something else, so they're going to dig it up and change out the street. That's the story no. I was t- really. They lease. They it's it's a um, it's not really a lease per se. It's a it's an agreement to shoot on that street. I mean, they don't have they don't have total rights. I don't think. Well, they might have exclusive rights right now um, through the show. You know what I found interesting? I was looking up the thirty mile zone, trying to figure out you know where it extended to because I know the ranch just fits inside the thirty mile zone. Um, most most of North. This sounds deceiving but but most of northern orange county fits in the 30 mile zone and as much as it's supposed to be you know like stick a pin in the map at a certain location and draw a big circle not quite but like huntington's in the 30 mile zone orange is in the 30 mile zone Uh, i was surprised how far the 30 mile zone uh reached uh far beyond 30 miles in some some locales but um anyways just off the side note there so, but anyways, yeah, the uh, they they built the business district out there, but unfortunately, the the studio and all their little uh, liability people are out there too. So, uh, when I was out there, unlike what been able to do in the past, where we were able to wander around like we used to, um, those days are a little gone. Can't just wander around like I. Uh, they just have too much going on. So at least yesterday, that was the case. So went in, said hi to the people, said hi to some uh, uh, girl I knew that runs the ranch now. She's um, used to work at Disneyland. Uh, she and her husband run the ranch now. Talked with uh, them for a few minutes, found out what was going on, and continued the trip over to San Francisco. Hmm. So but it was nice. It was neat. Uh, the uh, the gate really looks fancy. It looks <laughs> it really looks cool. And I was talking to her about it, and she goes, uh, complimenting on how well it looks. And she goes, Yeah, it wasn't Disney's idea. It was uh, the county made them put the new gate in because where the gate was. She goes, You figure out you have a couple hundred cars trying to come in on a film suit. It was just tying up the road because it was on that blind corner where you're trying to make the turn in down towards the ranch office so they moved it down closer towards the freeway ramps and put a very long left turn lane so you got a three lane road right there to be able to get into it interesting so what's this one Banksy bags on Disneyland security I don't know who Banksy is yeah Uh, oh it's I think they're talking now I think about there's a, a movie or a, um, a series called Exit Through the Gift Shop. Oh, 
Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard about they, that. Yeah, uh, I guess it says they prank Disneyland. It's not really about they put the Guantanamo Bay guy and and Big Thunder. Uh, I, I I haven't watched it yet, but uh, Vincent yeah. had watched it. Oh well. Anyways, All right. I have my own version of California Adventure going on in my house in the meantime. So Construction walls. Yeah, I kind of feel like E.T. I got plastic all over around them in the living room. And they remember I told you over uh, Christmas we had that big roof leak. They did the test and they did find mold. And not only that, but they also found they we had a problem in my daughter's room too. So her room's quarantined while the, they got uh, holes cut in the walls right now. And we got these huge HEPA filters sitting all around and a big... Uh, dehumidifier that's about the size of a uh, well about the size of a 30 gallon trash can oh and there's a 30 gallon trash can that's half full of water right now too oh i so know we <laughs> it's kind of cool i know we have mold in our house ever since we put the energy efficient windows in we've had issues trying to combat mold the house doesn't breathe anymore it's you know that's why every time I hear John and Ken add their advertising about energy efficient windows, you'll save immediately thirty percent on your energy costs. Let's see. For me, since I don't have a heater, anyways, um, I'm not saving anything there, and we don't have air conditioning, so I'm not saving anything there. And it doesn't allow the house to breathe. And in areas that are wet, like shower rooms and stuff, you know, mold is a issue, like a daily issue. You have to keep up with it. it's uh, it's crazy. And now, gotta, because anytime you have mold, you have to practically have hazmat in there. So if you sell your house and they find mold, yeah. they make like a big fucking deal deal yeah. out of it. I'm like, this penicillin, just shut up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> I, I got to say, you know, when we put the uh, new windows in here, the heater barely turns on during the winter. And it, the air conditioning only comes on once or twice. I mean, I, I can count probably how many times the air conditioning kicked on during the summer. Although it was a rather cool summer, I will admit. But, uh, you know, we don't seem to be uh, spending as much on the AC and the heating. No, John, I, I do not live in a barn. I live close to the beach, and the heater broke about five, six, seven years ago. I don't know. We just have never fixed it. it throw a sweatshirt on, put an extra blanket on the bed. It, it is South California. You know, yeah, I mean, we've had some 30s and 40 nights where it's for us it's cold, but we've survived during the summer. There's maybe one or two days out of the year I'd even turn on an air conditioner. Usually, it's just open the windows, let the you know the kind of ocean breeze move around, or turn a fan on, maybe. So don't don't really need it in our area that much. Though I know a lot of people who live by it, and even in Huntington, have air conditioners and heaters, and you know, complain and bitch. But you know, now if I lived out in where Mike lives, that might be a different. Uh, thing. Oh yeah, we have we have AC on a lot here. When we lived in Anaheim, we used our AC a lot, but it was one of those like in the wall AC units. But we in the apartment we lived in Anaheim, we used it probably every day in the summer just to keep it, you know, temperate. Yeah, I, I do remember before we put the windows in, we had the air, the AC was on every day, and now this, like you said, this last summer, I can remember there were a few days where it was a fairly hot day. You go step in the house, it's nice and cool from the night before, and the AC hasn't kicked on yet. Just yeah, this, this last summer was nothing, though. Not warm yeah. at all. So it's that global warming thing. Oh, uh, yeah. 
yeah, funny, funny thing. Someone posted something about some Navy admiral who's like, oh, this is sobering. And I watched, it was like three or four minutes. I'm like, it's not sobering. It's just cyclical. The, the, and, the and, one- and, to, and to think we can actually do something about it, you know, uh, it's, it just shows the ego of yeah some some people and it's going to happen regardless if we turn all fossil fuels off tomorrow we're still going to have issues you know it's it's not it's beyond our control i just i just some people just don't get it and that's the way i look at it but yeah anyway. um the one i like is i had a I, I didn't bother trying to discuss it because I can already see where the conversation was going. I happened to joke about yeah global warming, and the guy turns to me and says, "Yeah, you know this is exactly what they predicted that their models were showing as global warming increases, the temperatures are going to drop." And I'm looking at him going, "Okay, how does that work? If it's getting warmer, why do the temperatures drop? You're going to have it both ways." Well, my my second daughter was still in high school. She's one day. She, I, she said something, or I said something. She goes, "Well, that's what they told us at school about global warming." It was, it was one of those things where you know it's global warming, but uh, the you know it's like global warming, but the glaciers are getting bigger because they yeah. it's, it's it's like that movie with uh, what was it uh, the day after was the it? day after tomorrow day after which tomorrow is on they, FX they they explain everything as global warming. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't matter if it's hot and cold because you remember when when we were in high school it was global freezing we were going into the next new ice, ice age. age yeah no which, nobody which nobody actually, nobody bought into it well they actually said that there was like a little mini ice age that went from the forty fifties and started breaking out of in the seventies but that's naturally occurring that's just natural warm and cold spells well I don't somebody just tell me I'm wrong I don't necessarily disagree there might not be something that we now call global warming. I just don't think man is in control of it as much as they'd like to think they are or cause it. I mean, things change. Things are cyclical. It, it happens, you know, it's. And actually to be quite honest, when you take a look at, uh, meteorology, if it was global warming, that would mean that you're the whole reason you have weather is because you have, hot and cold spots, unstable air. So air moves, air masses move, you get cold and hot spots. If you have global warming and it's spreading out through the hemispheres, that means you have even even temperate air. That would actually calm the weather down. It wouldn't make it worse. As they said in Battlestar Galactica, it's all happened before. It'll all all happen again. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Because, yeah, it's all natural. Because, you know, we used to have Atlantis. But I, you know, just kidding. Uh, My, my, uh, (laughs) I like that line um, that I'm reading on there. But, you know, I like what, my, my favorite quote comes from Michael Crichton. And the, uh, who's author, scientist, doctor? I mean, very and smart person, and dead now, <laughs> but um, very smart person, far smarter than I am. And he made the comment: Is it warmer today than it has been in the past? Well, it's certainly warmer than the last ice age, but it's also cooler today than it has been in the past too. It runs in cycles. The Earth does it all. Nature does it all on its own, without any help from us. Well, see, that's. My big old argument is, let's say it is us. Okay, screw us. We did it to ourselves. Life will go on. Just not life as we know it necessarily, but life will go on. The rock is much bigger than us. 
and it will take care of itself. It will correct itself. It will do whatever it has to do, regardless if man's in the way or not. So in some ways you might, I guess the argument you could say is um, uh, selfish. We want to keep it exactly how we have it right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's the one comment right there that has more to do with sunspots. Absolutely true. It's because the energy from the sun is what changes the weather on Earth. And we're not changing things on the sun yet. Well, yeah, that in combination with the moon and the tides and, you know, all, I mean, there's just Anyways. a whole bunch of things. And uh, so what if it's not human life? Um, the dinosaurs might argue that they got fucked. <laughs> and they did, you know. And sooner or later, a man's gonna get fucked, you know. So it's just um, there's a lot of other things I choose to worry about rather than that. Well, you know, it, it doesn't mean we need to be stupid. I mean, my oh. when, when my in-laws went to uh, um, England, they were really surprised. They did didn't expect it uh, that. There was just a lot of crap in the air, and when they blew their nose all the time, they were always, like, blowing, like, charcoal almost. I mean, there's so much coal used, um, and and their energy, say, standards aren't up to where we are. So, like, in London, they said it was just horrible. So, and and look at what they had to do around the Olympics in China, trying to, you know, get people to be able to right. breathe. And uh, not everybody is necessarily is, is uh, at the same level or care to be at the same level as we kind of knee-jerk reaction to, but it, we shouldn't be unwise stewards, and if we can do better, let's do better, but to force a lot of things down our throat because of uh, how you would say, what is it, uh, um, well, either the, not- the, the, the either the nanny state or the uh, do-gooders uh, or I know better than you, that kind of thing. You know, we need to we need to I just guess I could look at it and judge it better, not uh, just be too reactionary. Because sometimes we end up going the wrong way. Like you know, let's let's not uh, have paper bags anymore. We're cutting down all the trees. Okay, let's go plastic. Oh, now we can't have plastic because, because it's not biodegradable. So then we're going to have. But here's what we'll do: we'll just charge you a bag tax. So it's just another way to, to you know, freaking tax you and get more money out of you. And, and you know, it's just it's just all of it. Just I, I'd say follow the money. Because when you get down to it, you'll find that it's usually more about control and money. And uh, uh, I'm looking at the, I think, Cassandra yeah, I know. is a big source of global warming. Yeah, there's a... <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. I'm sure she's she's warming the yeah the few pants of some of those listeners out there. All right, cool. uh, so are we done uh, yeah. babbling and yeah, about so, this crap? Okay, so where are we going to, uh, next, what time and where? Next week, Disneyland, 7 p.m., once we decide the, uh, hopefully we'll know before. Should we say Disneyland Resort or? No, we- Disneyland Park. Goodness gracious. And, you know, we'll send out status updates via the, the social networks to tell you exactly where we're at at 7 o'clock. If Most we, likely if we, somewhere in Fantasyland. If we don't know before, you know, if uh, Chef contacts me during the week, I'll uh, put it out before when, when and where. <clears throat> Losing my voice. Crap. Just in time for the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, next week, show 200 in Disneyland live. We'll be streaming it. Hope to see somebody there, one or two maybe. Other than that, I'm ready to say goodnight. Okay, fine, goodnight. So, goodnight. Goodnight.